Oh, yeah. You know it when you hear the dulcet tones of my voice. No, you're not finding out. Uh, you're not telling a, 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 a robot to, to, to do some stuff for you, to, to set a timer or whatnot. I'm not that. That's not my voice. That's not what I do. But what you do is you come here and you want to know what time it is uh, figuratively. You want to know uh, what's up is when you come here. And where's here? Oh, here's the best show. And who am I? Well, my name's Tom, and I'm the host of the best show. And we, uh, we like to have a good time here, right? I think we like to have some fun here on the old best show. And tonight's no different. We got a we got a full one tonight. We got um we got uh our friend Joe Firestone is gonna uh check in. Joe is a top comedian, one of my favorite people. That's gonna be great. And the topic tonight, get ready for this one. Worst internet. Worst Wi-Fi uh, network names you've seen. Everybody's seen them. You see them on your phone. You see them on your laptop. You're trying to jump on on some Wi-Fi, and you see an, a truly stunning, shocking, offensive, awful, funny name. Let's talk about them, right? I want to hear what the ones you've seen. I've seen a couple. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, have I seen a couple, right? But look, we don't get to that part of the show unless we start the show. We got to start the show. So why don't we start the show? Best show.
Oh, yeah. What's up, everybody? Hey, it's the best show, right? Right? Is it? It is. It really is. Hey, it's me, Tom Sharbling, your friend, uh, doing the show here, and we are going to have a fun one. And you are welcome to be a part of it. The phone number, 201 332 3484. That's the number if you want to get in on the action and call in and tell me about the worst Wi Fi name you've ever seen or, you know, whatever else you want to talk about. We can figure it all out. But the key to it is you picking up that old telephone and dialing to get in on the action to join the best show and talk to me, the host of the best show this week. I, uh, I don't have the job yet. I have been the host for every episode for 87 years, but might not be a permanent gig. I don't know. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Jay Leno might slide in here, right? Jay Leno might uh, might say, uh, yeah, I think I want to host uh, the best show. I'll take that away. Uh, no, I just want to do it. I mean, it's something I always wanted to do. And I just, uh, you know, I'm like a gunslinger. You know, with comedy, you're like, it's like the Wild West, really. You're like a gunslinger. And really, you just have to bring your, it's like, you're not a gunslinger. You're in comedy. It's like being in comedy gunslinger hey when anybody does these dramatic uh, what do you say the word is my conflating conflating is that the word yeah that works exaggerate Uh, exaggeration no i appreciate i just uh look as a national uh best-selling author i should know things like this i just want to make sure because you're you're uh you're a smart cookie you uh, you know what time it is with these words. I'm more of like a, I scrape it together. You know what I mean? I scrape it together. I get, I get there. When it's all said and done, I get there. But I just don't have an active intelligence the way a lot of others do. I don't have a, a known talent or active intelligence. But I pick it up. I pick it up here. I pick it up there. You know? like being on the playground you learn about you learn about how things work out there on the playground you know what i mean yeah like that how you, it was uh, for you you've acquitted yourself quite nicely though well thank you i acquitted myself i appreciate that <laughs> hey hey can i ask uh make a request you know i mean well, I'm, let I'm, me just say yeah let me just say we we heard speaking of requests okay we heard car seat headrest which is a request made by me for the show tonight to play. So it's not so much of a request when I request the song because I kind of can play it, but that was car seat headrest. One of my favorite albums, teens of denial from uh, five years ago at this point, look at that 1937 state park. The name of that song it's on Matador and you can't, you can't beat it with a stick, man. Well, what's the request you'd like to make Mike? Well, I'm uh, forging ahead with the best show book club. Book. Yes. Yes. And um, 
you know, I'm familiar with some of this stuff. I mean, I did. And the book is uh, it's, it's nothing but a good time, which is the an oral history of 80s uh, hard rock and heavy metal. So so you don't you you were saying you're familiar with some of it. I'm familiar with some of it. I remember years ago I read it and all music guy did a, a thing sort of making the case for hair metal mm-hmm. which which i was totally unfamiliar with so i looked into it you know made some playlists and so on but you know i didn't go too deep with it so i was wondering maybe to hype the book club at the beginning of the show you might play some uh, hair metal favorites mm. you know I'm, t- I'm totally unfamiliar with striper uh, I'm learning all about how they like the colors yellow and black. Yes, they but really I, did I, like the colors <laughs> yellow and black. Also, Christ. <laughs> What's that? They also really liked Christ. Yes, they they were a Christian group somehow. Uh, they s- snuck into that uh, genre. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so I don't know anything about them. Oh, no, I, they- I can I can fill you in on Striper, Mike. They suck. Yeah. <laughs> rather than listen to even one four minute song yeah I'll, however long it takes to say these two words they <laughs> and suck yeah it's probably all you need they suck it's what you think it sounds like yeah is that fair to live. say i've seen them live yeah they uh they're not they're no good did they hit you in the head with a bible when they whipped bibles three bibles the yeah Right at the last, uh, right at the amazing. end of, they whip out the Bibles. They throw Bibles at the audience. Yeah. Not any, not, a, not any sort of, uh, uh, nothing, nothing sacrilegious about that, but whipping Bibles. The full Bible, the, not just the, the Gospels that you, people would have handed out on the streets in New York. They were full saying Bible. Bibles. They were saying Bibles full, in the book. full Bible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They start the, the chords of, uh, to hell with the devil uh-huh. and just start whipping them. So they went the opposite direction of uh, Wasp, which, you know, I didn't know a whole lot about that band. Do you like this, Mike? Yeah. Now imagine you're seeing this live. (laughs) Then you just get hit in the head with a Bible. (laughs) Yeah. That would wake me up, though. I used to host a hair metal show every Saturday night from 9 until midnight called The Big Hairball. Of course wow. you did. This. I'd like to. I'd like to request "Smooth Up In You" by the Bullet Boys, or sorry, Bullet Boys. If we're making requests, was that a spinoff from the Boys? What I, I didn't know about until reading this book. I don't believe so. Is it going to start any time now? <laughs> That's awful. That's truly terrible. <laughs> Um, but the beauty of this book is the stories, you don't have to like the music to find the stories entertaining. The stories are very entertaining and it's, and it's, it's interesting to me in a lot of way for a lot of reasons, but, um, so much of the music is, is, uh, abysmal, awful. That's not good stuff. It's bad stuff, but the book is great. The book's a lot of fun, and um, that's why uh, beginning in November, we're going to do a book club, uh, best show book club, where we all discuss nothing but a good time. 
and uh, we'll have some surprises worked in around that. And it's going to be a good, uh, interesting thing. And that's for the people that support the show over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash the best show. And that's where the original content goes up for the show, including something that uh, the four of us, me and Jason Woodio uh, Gore, uh, uh, the aforementioned Michael AP Mike list and Pat Byrne, 1-800-PAT-BURN. We do a thing called So Far, and we just dropped the 13th episode of So Far. Now, what is So Far? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. You know the band Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young? Yeah, they're terrible, right? Yeah, well, guess what? We listen to all their music. We started in the mid-60s, and now we're finally up to 2010, going through every album that these goofballs have put out in every permutation so you get these amazing neil young albums in there right next to the worst david crosby album you could imagine and we listen to all of it and rate and discuss all of it and you get that over at patreon uh another ask tom going up i just recorded one gonna get that up and uh yeah, that's what you get over a patron and the best show book club will be over at Patreon too. And, uh, yeah, we might get the, I think we're going to try to get the authors on of the book. We'll talk to them at our book club meeting. I've never been in a book club. So what, 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 what do I have to, what, what can I expect in the book club? I don't know. Uh, I've never been in one either. Well thought out discussion. I yeah, think they okay. come in, people come right. in with questions. Yeah. Okay. You like, know. what did this make you feel? Mm-hmm. You know, like Question. when, you know, members of Motley Crue have flyered all of Los Angeles and your band can't put a flyer up. Yeah. Some of these bands. So, Mike, you heard, you just heard some Striper. Yeah. Who else, who else did you come across in this that you're just like, I have literally no idea what that band sounds like? Well, Wasp would, would be one, although mm-hmm. I was familiar with Blackie Lawless from uh, Decline of the Western Civilization Part 2, right? Yeah. And, uh, Is that and, when he's floating and, around in a pool? That's not Black. That's Chris oh. Holmes, the, oh, bass, oh, oh, that's oh. the bass player from Wasp <laughs> or the guitarist. No, the ba- he's the guitarist. Oh, he's not Blackie even the Lawless. main guy? No. Oh, okay. But uh, I didn't know that their thing was throwing meat at the audience. Well, their thing is very, um, I will say about Wasp, <laughs> they're much more nuanced than I than people think. Like the, like the song Wild Child, for example. <laughs> you know what the, B, the B-side of the single was? Blank, hopefully. <laughs> what was it? It's their cover of Mississippi Queen. Oh, goody. Yeah. (laughs) That's what the world needs. You could also, of love, I cannot be tamed. They sound closer to Bon Jovi than I, I expected. A lot of it yeah. does. Um, 
You could also play Animal F like a Beast. Oh no, I could have played that. I, yeah. I'm fully fully up to speed on that one, Ludio. Um, you know who you might like, Mike, is someone living a little a little more East Coast. I know you like a you always like an East Coast vibe in your music, right? You're always talking. I don't know if that. I'm that geocentric, but maybe yeah. yeah. You're always talking. We're just gonna say <laughs> you might like uh, something like this. A little more stonesy. Heavy Aerosmith vibe. Yeah. Cinderella. It is Cinderella, Mike. I think I I, I did explore a little bit of uh, the Cinderella oeuvre. Yeah. Cinderella rules. <laughs> I've seen them live three times. Really? Each time they blew uh-huh. all the other hair metal bands off the stage. Sure. Who did they blow off the stage? Bang Tango. <laughs> Trickster. trickster enough is enough <laughs> uh, the trickster i kicks. do think they they yeah kicks was one of them um mm-hmm. warrant without Janie lane sure okay jackal, jackal. <laughs> this chainsaw he works at a, a a horror thing at an amusement park now <laughs> guy from jackal chases people around with a with his chainsaw I thought you were going to say Harbor Freight Tools. No, he probably look. He look. If anybody works at Harbor Freight Tools, God bless you. Uh, I might need to come in and rent a uh, a, a, a pneumatic drill at some point. So I don't want to get on the on your wrong side, right? right. Uh, but yeah, no, he's that it. it who would have thought that ja- the ga- that Jackal would have turned out to just be a gimmick? That uh, the lead singer plays chainsaw also in time with the music. Might as well just have a motorcycle on stage. It's rev it in time with the music for every song. That's more of an "I'm destroyed" and "Know about" and move. Um, so. Pat, Pat Byrne. Yes. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm eating good in the neighborhood. You hear that? He's he's living. He's living as if he's at at uh, what's it? Applebee's. Yeah, I think that one's Applebee's. He's a living, breathing Applebee's. Hat the hat. What were we gonna call you? Hat Hat Byrne. I can't remember. What was the nickname you liked? I think it was Pat, and was it Pat? What did you just say before that? I said I said hat burn or pat the hat. I think it was pat the hat. The one problem I have with that is that the kid who does uh, the George Lucas thing, uh-huh. his nickname is Pat the Rat, and he's so proud of it. Yeah. You tell me if that's too close. No, it's not too close. Okay, good. Because he's he's a legit Patrick, and I'm actually a legit Pat. 
You're a Pat. Yeah. 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 So I stand by Pat the Hat because I am a Pat. Okay. You're a Pat. So he should be Patrick the Rattrick. Yeah, that's right. Right? Mm-hmm. Patrick Rattrick. You nailed it. Gotcha. What do you think of all this metal talk on the show, Pat? You know, I'm bracing myself. You guys all started the book. Mm-hmm. I have not. I don't know. My my knowledge of that stuff goes from like G and R to nothing. I don't know. I'm I'm coming in like so far like where I knew nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you're going to turn around and somebody's going to be somebody's going to be strutting all through New York City wearing a Skid Row t-shirt very soon. Yeah. <laughs> so the the voice that we just heard that that's that's Tom Kiefer from Cinderella. So does that predate Axl Rose doing that exact same voice? Who who came yes, first? Yes, Axl. Uh, Cinderella came first. Okay, so so Axl's voice is actually not first gen. Well, I think I think they're close. I'm not going to say that anybody ripped anybody off. Okay, but um. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But but I think there's a lot of uh, see the problem with calling it parallel thinking means that there's thinking. I I hear that. Yeah, that's the only problem with <laughs> with using the term parallel thinking for any of this. That's more than fair. Not a whole lot of thought going into some of this stuff. I don't I know. A lot of them are influenced by a lot of the same things. So there's where the parallel part comes in. Sure. Now they. They they worshipped uh, Aerosmith and ACDC and Van Halen. And look, I know I've made fun of Van Halen a lot on the show, and I know a lot of people get irked at that. These are the things people get irked at when I like that. I hear an inordinate amount of blowback when I make fun of them. Van Halen. It's always like, come on. They're fun. You don't like it. You don't like having fun. Come on. If I make fun of New York City in almost any way, shape, or form, really? wow. I'll always get some grief from somebody who'll just be like, <laughs> like when I would make fun of the blackout, the mm-hmm. New York City blackout from 58 years ago, whatever that was, uh-huh. there'd be people just be like, it's a, you know, there's people who, like, I remember when there was a blackout, I didn't have power in New Jersey for almost two weeks one time, and New York City had power out for maybe 24 hours at the most. And all you heard from New York was the classic New York City mythologizing. The bodegas were passing out their ice cream as it was melting, and then people just eating ice cream on the roof and having a good time. And they were just melting everybody's hang. It's just like, okay, good. Look, I'm glad that's how it went. But A, 
it's not just how it went. There's also like there's a, there's also real life concerns with this. Your your situation might allow you to have more magic in your life than others can have, where you could hang out on the roof and eat the free ice cream. But the other thing is, <laughs> they, like, there's people still 45 minutes away from you with no power. <laughs> you're you're over it, and you're talking about it as if like you were some 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 blackout warrior who made it through the other side of a thing. Lewis and Clark. Yeah, yeah, real real courage <laughs> in action. Yeah, Roughing real it. profiles and courage. <laughs> um, so when I made fun of that, and I was like, "Look, I didn't have power for two weeks." People are going like, yeah, well, you know, it wasn't just easy in New York. There's people. It was hard, too, for people in New York. There's people with no medicine, couldn't get their medicine. It's like, okay. <laughs> like, I'm not allowed to tease it. Suddenly I start teasing the thing, and then now I'm against sick people. Mm-hmm. I'm mocking sick people who couldn't get their medicine. Can't win. Mike? You can't win. And then most recently, last night, I sent some some very minor tweet out about how the Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants playing each other in baseball is like a pool filled with urine versus a pool filled with pus. And I get all blasted from, from Giants fans. Giants fans did not like that. There's a good team. There's a good team. They're good guys. I don't care. It's a joke. (laughs) Who's a joke? I never liked the San Francisco Giants. Maybe this group is a nicer group of players. God bless you if they are. Good for you. Look, I hate the Dodgers. Maybe mostly because the LA sports fans are eight-year-olds the way they conduct themselves with all good guy, bad guy business, like the worst of Yankees fans. Um, And it's just a really, but, but Dodgers fans, Giants fans are the ones that blasted me on that. And um, whatever so there's certain things that there's certain things that seem to draw a reaction from people that they they don't exactly roll with it Uh, yeah i like i like this sort of behind the curtain look i mean mike it's interesting back (laughs) it's interesting what'll draw you know uh people's ire it's it's interesting yeah and i'm sure if i start if i start getting on uh and Van Halen, Van Halen's the other one, <laughs> like I said, <laughs> which ties back to this book club. Look, are, are Van Halen fun? Yeah, of course it's fun. Yeah, you know, you know, else is fun. Spinning around is fun until, but then you fall on the ground and you're just like, why did I just spin around? <laughs> yeah, look. You like Van Halen, you want to listen to him all day long. God bless you. There's there's plenty of it there. Well, there's not even plenty of it there for you. The albums are 28 minutes long. There's not that much of it. <laughs> and look, Eddie Van Halen, obviously a genius guitar player, also did not um did not do anything near what he should have with that talent he had. 
one of the things that comes up in the book is the hammer on technique Mm -hmm. and everybody's clamoring like who did it first Mm -hmm. you know george lynch Eddie Van Halen. This is the greatest day of my life hearing you, <laughs> hearing AP Mike just name metal guitarists. Yeah. Dawkins, George Lynch. <laughs> but, but they, yeah, I mean, if I expected in, in my advanced age to be talking about these things, uh, no, I, that was not on my bingo card, as people say. Yeah. But here I am. But um, yeah, no, that, that came up. I, I hope it, it gets resolved by the end of the book. It, it keeps um, coming up. who who started the hammer on technique you know yeah Yeah. well mike you'll only have to got to read all the way to the end (laughs) to get to and find out what's what so this is what the book club is going to be the best show book club we're going to talk about this this metal book and we also need to think about a second book for the best show book club that we would read through the month of november and discuss at the beginning of december um i've already uh zeroed in on the yeah Stephen i'm Van sure Zandt what book. it is it's probably the Stephen van zandt book okay yeah. <laughs> i mean that's I kind of I... a no-brainer you know how do you say the title oh, i don't even know the title what is the title <laughs> it's the word that you made fun of me saying for saying wrong mike oh yeah yeah unrequited something or other infatuations oh infatuation okay unrequited infatuation what, what the hell is that even mean book. what's he we gotta read the book to find out yeah i guess so to find out we all need a little shelter. Tell me he couldn't have, that band couldn't have been bad. Look, his voice, not so hot. Tom Kiefer. I'm sorry. I can't get into that. Not don't, don't do it for me, but I like, I like, I like them a little better than uh, most of those bands. What was their sort of biggest hit? I mean, I remember you don't one. Don't know what you got till it's gone. It was like a ballad. Yeah, it was their power ballad. Uh, they didn't have like a good rocking song. Oh, they had a good rocking. Oh, they had a lot. Shake uh, man, Gypsy Road. Night. Gypsy Road. Man. I guess. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. I guess I remember. Nobody's fool. Gypsy Road. Yeah. Look, I think it might be time for uh, Pat and Mike. You guys are East Coast now. You take a trip down to Pennsylvania and hang out with Tom Kiefer <laughs> for the show. <laughs> Unannounced. Pull a pull a king uh, com- uh, uh, king of comedy. Just show up. Say you were invited. Show up with a weekend bag. Tom Kiefer, we're here. Uh-huh. We're here to hang out. Who the hell are you? It's me, AP Mike. I'm here. You said to come by and stay. I could stay with you any point. And Pat will be like the date in King of Comedy. Be like. They don't want us here, Mike. Now, come on in. We should play some records. He's still in the game? He had some throat problems. Oh, okay. See, I, I know none of this. Oh, keep reading. Okay. Keep reading. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's a really fun book, and everybody, get it from your library, get it wherever you get it. But if you want to be a part of the thing and be up to speed, it'll be a fun way to do it. Um, you got any calls, Pat? Full phones. Full phones. Give me a give me one quick, please. Line one. Hello, best show. Hey, Tom. Hey, who's this? Hey, this is Tony in Livonia, Michigan. Tony in Livonia, Michigan. 
Yes. Now, where is that in Michigan? What are you near? Uh, it's a suburb of Detroit. I'm about a five-minute drive from the western edge of the city. Five-minute drive from Detroit. Yeah, and I think, like, colloquially, we measure it in minutes, not miles. So when you refer, when you tell people where you are, you say, I'm in Livonia. I just moved here about two months ago. I lived in the city before that. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. So you were in Detroit proper before that? Technically, Hamtramck, which is a city within Detroit. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, pretty much. Well, Tony, how are you tonight? I'm doing very well. How are you guys doing? I'm good. What's going on? Just uh, just kind of sitting at home, uh, minding my two cats and watching The Sopranos for about the 67th time. Yeah, you're getting fired up? Super fired up. Ready to go. Best and worst character on The Sopranos, go. Worst would be, it has to be Ralph Cifaretto. Most yeah, he stinks. I think. He yeah. stinks. Big time. Yeah. Best, Who's I might best? have to go with Livia. Wow. Livia. Livia's a good character. She was great. Yeah. <laughs> I, can I like it. Sort of- you got, I, like, I like the cut of your jib, my friend. Thanks, Tom. You get some anyway, of these yeah. other chowder heads. They're going to say, uh, they're going to say their favorite character is, uh, you know, uh, Holly Walnuts, like an obvious one, but you you look for the nuance. You say you like Livia, a, 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 a character that complain guy. that contains multitudes. Those are the people that think Tony's a good guy. Yeah. So, well, uh, you got something for the topic, my friend? I got one for the topic. Yeah, um, and the topic being the worst. Wi-Fi network names you've ever seen, or funniest, or whatever. Yep, I don't know. I don't know if I can say it's the worst one I've ever seen, but uh, at my girlfriend's parents' house, you know, they're really kind, respectable people of a certain age, and uh, I go to connect to their Wi-Fi. And the first network name that pops up that I could see was uh, Funky Butt Lovin'. Funky. But okay, funky butt lover. That's cool. Yeah, I'm not sure who's who in the neighborhood that belongs to. You know, mm-hmm. I don't profess to know what goes on behind closed doors. Yeah, but uh, interesting anyway. It seems like a situation that could have been helped by maybe a hyphen here and there. Yeah, or it could have been funky but loving. It could have been. I I suspect that the emphasis is on the butt, but who knows? Yeah. Oh, I I'm fully uh, fully aware of that. There's room for some some subtlety in there, but if they're the funky butt loving person, they bought the router. God bless them. Yeah, I guess there's nothing wrong. It's all theirs. What's another one? Do you have another one? I don't. I mean, the house that I just that's fine. Look, to, Tony. There's uh, sorry. Tony, you're a class act. <laughs> thank you, Tom. You're a class act. And I'm going to say goodnight to you, and I'm going to thank you for a great call. Thank you. Nice speaking to you. Okay. Have a great night. One more, Pat. Hello? Hello, Hello, best show. Hey, Tom. This is Macro in Seattle. 
Macro in Seattle. Long time caller. It's good to hear from you. It's great to listen. Thank you. What's up, my friend? Um, I uh, I have one or more worst Wi-Fi names for the topic. Okay, but first, let me ask you: What's going on in Seattle tonight? Not much. Um, it's it's uh, unusually cool. Which uh, I mean, for Seattle, is not that cold, but uh, mm-hmm. it got to near freezing. But uh, it's it's been okay. The weather's been just. A little colder than normal. It's great. I like it actually. A little bit of a little bit of a, a nip in the air. A little little crisp. That, yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, you like it that, but you don't want it to when it. You add that to add, add rain to that equation, and then suddenly you're like. <laughs> Pretty. I mean, if it's hard rain, yeah, drizzle. It, it's it's just basically humidity, so it's so light. But if it's hard mm-hmm. rain, yeah. That would, that, would, yeah. that would be bad. Yeah. So what do you got for me? So uh, just checking my neighborhood's Wi-Fi names alone, just, it's just a sea of bad. But uh, there's one that's really weird, and then there's one that's kind of funny and corny. So um, do you have a choice of which one you want to hear? Give me, give me which one made you laugh. Give me the weird one first. Give me the weird one first. Okay, the weird one is... Archers of Loaf Cross. Archers of Loaf Cross. And Loaf Cross is one word, as in lacrosse, but Loaf Cross. I don't know what to make of that. I don't. I don't know either. I, I like the band, but I. I don't know what. Who thought that was a good name? <laughs> Archers of Loaf Cross. That is a weird one. You were not lying about that. What's the other one? Pretty fly for a Wi-Fi. That sucks. <laughs> so that's a offspring fan yeah. saying to themselves, yeah, I really want to work my favorite band's best slash worst song everyone else thinks that song's awful i think it rules i want to work it into my wi-fi <laughs> pretty fly for a wi-fi yikes i did see one of- speaking of white in the title i did see one in the that had in the name uh it was uh i hate white people and I thought that was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. I was like, awesome. That's not so fond of them either. Good for you. Good for you. You had a Wi-Fi network and you went for it, knowing that other people could go, come on. I'm a good person, wouldn't you? it's whatever wouldn't be awesome on the uh, uh, reciprocal but it wasn't reciprocal (laughs) I'm I'm just sad I didn't come up with it myself but yeah no I like it well macro you're a class act it's good to hear from you again I hope I hear from you soon 
Don't be such yeah. a stranger. I I know. I'm sorry. I was. No, you don't have to apologize. I mean, look, let's talk about what matters. Did you did you read the book? I read the book. You did it, SOB. I, there it is. That's I read it on a road trip, even. And I hope uh, you weren't driving when you read it. No, I started reading it when after a flat tire, but uh, then I finished it when I was inside a like a, a home I was staying in on the on the trip, and and then I just didn't go anywhere else the rest of the day. I just had to finish the book, and uh, it was a, it was great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, and uh, I, uh, I I salute you and everyone who read the book. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Take I'll care. talk to you later. You have a grand evening. You too. Bye bye. All right. Next next uh, call, please. Hello, best show. Hi. Um, I, I'd like to uh, chime in on the topic, if that's possible. Yeah, of course. The topic being the worst Wi-Fi network names you've ever seen. Yeah, I've, I've seen a bunch over the years, I, I got to say. Um, so, uh, but just uh, off the top of my head, um, God, what was there? Uh, Al Cowling, Thighs, uh, Moist Sewage, uh, New Kids on my, um, I can't say it, it rhymes with clock. Yeah, please don't. Okay. Uh, uh, Vladimir Putin's Ska album collection. Um, some other ones. Pizza Slut. Uh, Incorrigible Porridge. Uh, Get Ready to Meet My Little Friend. Uh, First National Skank. Uh, Popcorn Bowls Sucks Deek. I think it was like four, four E's in that one, too. Okay. Uh, Panty Rummager. Um, what else was there? Um, Pippi Dong Stocking. Um, what else was one? Uh, Eric Clapton Sucks Fudge. That was my favorite, I think. Eric Clapton sucks fudge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a, not a, not a, not maybe the best era to be a, a Eric Clapton fan. Right now, I, I'm, have you been following this? Yeah, he's. Uh, that's a little bit of a. That's a little bit of a free fall here from. Oh my god! It's, oh yeah. yeah. But ironically. That Wi-Fi network, he kind of always sucked fudge. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, but it's interesting. He's had a really interesting life. You know, people forget about that that whole love triangle between between him and George Harrison and, and Patty Hearst. I mean, talk about drama. Well, it's not. It was not Patty Hearst. Sure, it was. It was. It was definitely not Patty. It was not Eric Clapton, Patty Hearst, and George Harrison. Yes, it was. Yeah, they they were in what was it called? The Symbol and Ease Army. Is that what it was called? No, it was the Symbionese Liberation Army. But it's so you're saying the song Layla is about Patty Hearst? No, no. Well, I. I Basically, as I understand it, they, they were members and they recruited her, but they both fell in love with her. And, and Clapton wrote After Midnight about her because that's when they kidnapped her. And, and George Harrison wrote Here Comes the Sun about her because she was also a vampire and they knew she'd die if they didn't get her back to the safe house before dawn. 
you don't hear how that sounds that that doesn't sound like maybe there's a couple holes in that when you say it back look i've done my research now you do yours fair uh, look i will say this i did not do any research on this so i apologize sir oh wait what what is your what is uh what is your name caller oh we don't we don't need to get into that well no i just want to thank you but look I, I want to own up to my mistake, but yeah, look, I, I didn't read. I only read a book about, uh, wait, no, I did do my research. I've read about this. I still think, uh, I'm, I'm right on this. I don't know. I know. I, I feel, I feel very confident. I, I, I feel, I okay. feel quite confident. Uh, uh-huh. and what, uh, come uh, on, just tell me, you can tell me your name. Oh, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> All right, you know I've I've had a few a few brewskis, and uh, you know I'm feeling a little bit footloose and, and fancy free, as as Rod Stewart said. Oh man, speaking of Rod Stewart, what if it turned out that he was completely unaware until right now about that that sick stomach pump rumor that began circulating in the seventies? Like, what if what if he didn't know about that ever until now, and we're just like, yeah, what? He's like, they said what happened 47 years ago? And he's, it's like, how many people, who, who's heard this? Rod, every, every kid in seventh grade back then was talking about this. <laughs> Rod, Rod, more people have heard that story than heard your music. <laughs> Yeah, there's people that know you as the stomach pump guy, That's but, all they know. but couldn't name one song of yours. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, that, I, there's got to be somebody out there who that's how they know uh, Rod Stewart. But caller, I, I think you're being you're being a little squirrely here. All right, all right, okay. Um, What's your name? To answer your question about who I am, this is <clears throat> Joshua Del Vecchio. No, well, that's very funny. But who? Well, what is your actual name? No, it's me. I'm I'm really Joshua Del Vecchio. Wait, hold, hold, hold on a second. You are Joshua Del Vecchio, the Newbridge Armored Truck Bandit. At your service, or or disservice, as as is usually the the case with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I mean, that's uh, that's putting it mildly for anybody who isn't aware of who this on the line is. Joshua uh, Del Vecchio is responsible for robbing something like twelve armored trucks throughout the Quint uh, cities yeah. over the last seven or eight years. That's correct, and. You have been kind of like on the lamb, like you disappeared a couple months ago, like in August or thereabouts, right when you were about to stand trial. That's correct. And yeah. you've been MIA. And, and I mean, Joshua, I think what, you know, you're, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this 
properly is I, I disagree. I, I like, I, di- I don't approve of anything you've done. You're a, obviously, well, I just want to also say that though, but I guess what I'm wondering now is why you'd call the show to make your presence known when you've been kind of like on the lamb for months now. Well, son, it's no secret you were voted Newbridge's third most important influencer in Newbridge Musings magazine. And of course, you came in uh, just after Maurice Kern the Fourth and Commander Dank Nugs the Magnificent. Yeah, I was a. I, I've come to accept the the ranking. I think you'll. I, I, th- I think you'll place higher next year. I really do. I I I can feel the buzz out here. Thank you. I'm, I'm fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah, people, yeah, people are talking about you. So people are talking so, about that little survey. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone that little survey's got people talking. It's really got people talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but look, I need your help, and my future, my my very survival, depends on it. Okay. How so? I'll tell you, Tom, I'm very upset about the photo of me the FBI has been pushing on all the media outlets. It's really, really unflattering. The photo that, that the FBI uses to identify you? Yeah, it's the only photo of me out there, and... I want to say that that picture was taken in the parking lot before a kiss concert in 2019. And I I was on shrooms. I I was drinking heavily and I was, I was very bloated at the time. See, I I was working at Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches and frankly, I I was eating too much of the merchandise and, uh, Hmm. you know, to make, to make matters worse, uh, our store was right next to that medieval dessert shop, the Browning Fortress. Have you been there? I, the line is so long that I I want to go there so badly. You have to go. It's it, it's it's insane, but it, it's so good. The food is so good, and I was averaging six full size catapult shaped brownies per week. Those things are huge. Wait, how? What were you? Six full sized. What are they? Catapult. And how much dessert is that? How much is a full size? Well, yeah, I mean, it's a full size catapult. You've seen like, uh, trying to think of an example, like in, uh, Monty Python, and the Holy Grail. Remember they, they catapult, you know, like a dead animals over the wall and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Sure. That big, that big. And you're eating six of those a day. They're quite delicious. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, I, I'm a huge fan of, of desserts, so I, 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 you know, position heal thyself in that regard, if you know what I mean. Right. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put you down for that. So the right. picture was taken under, like, not you not being optimal. Yes. Yeah. I did. I. I. I didn't look my best, and I'm. What I'm going to do tonight? I'm going to send you a much better recent photo that I, I really want you to circulate on your social media accounts. Are, are, are you still at Mr. Fahrenheit at yahoo.net? Yes, I am. Yes. Okay, I'm sending that right now. And um, 
you know, it's interesting. I, I, I'm totally ripped in this new photo that I just sent. And, um, mm-hmm. basically, basically I went on Barry Fouché's ultimate expedited extreme shred diet, which it's, it's a really silly, some would say very dangerous diet, but it, it really did get the job done. Let me check. You sent that? Okay. Let me just open my email. Tell you, I, I lost 37 pounds in, in four days. I mean, <laughs> who would have thought that microdosing gasoline would melt away all those pounds all the while making my esophagus feel like it's literally on fire? But you microdose gasoline? Yeah. That's a, I've never heard that. <laughs> that sounds incredibly dangerous. Well, it's it's a rush, that's for sure. But man, yeah, I, those pounds just melted away along with the the coating on my inner throat. Yeah, and uh, probably all of your internal organs. But that's wait, okay. And I'm seeing the oh my god, this picture. You right? You're in front of one of those giant, massive truck tires. Yeah. And you're flexing shirtless. Yeah. And is that ri- you have the word stud written? on your like collarbone is that is that just is that's not a tattoo that looks like magic marker no it's a tattoo why is it spelled wrong oh no no it's not but it looks like you wrote it upside down did you tattoo yourself with that uh, yes i did does it really i mean no no offense it looks like an upside down tattoo well now i'm feeling very self-conscious oh jeez. But yeah, you are you're you're in pretty good shape here. You're you're look. I, I see the difference. I mean, this picture is somewhat uh, ridiculous. Well, hey, you, come on. You, I mean, is that a cape you're also wearing? Yes. Okay. Well, it's. I mean. Well, I have like a whole kind of like vampire thing that I'm working on too. Yeah, shirtless vampire. Yeah, it's pretty cool. With a, with an upside down stud tattoo on your on your clavicle. Well, it's kind of like it's not that different than what like I don't know Doyle von Frankenstein is doing, you know, or Jerry Only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, I, I guess I guess in certain ways, except that they also have um, they also are members of the Misfits, which helps and- give it some context at least. Right, they're great musicians, yeah. They really are great musicians too. That's the one thing that doesn't get highlighted a lot is their they the Misfits had a real like jazz fusion background that they masked a lot of times. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, d- did you ever see Jimi Hendrix punch a guitar? No. No, he didn't. Um I saw him set did a guitar ever, on fire. Did you ever see John Entwistle smash 17 bases during one show, sometimes in the middle of a song? No, he, he, he would stick with the same bass and just play it the whole time. So boring. So boring. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh hey, but, yeah. so this, this diet I was on, it, 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 it really melted away the, the, the pounds, but it also made me do a lot of bad things. Like what? 
Like, I, you know, it, it kind of just, like, took away my filter. So I, I said some pretty inappropriate things. Like, uh, like I, I, I was at a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches restaurant, and I, I You know, you can just say some- Chick-fil-A. No, the name of the, of, of, of the restaurant is Chick-fil-A Chicken Sandwiches. Sure. sure. I mean, it's okay. So you're at a Chick-fil-A Chicken yeah, Sandwiches and I, restaurant. And, yeah, and I, I'm in line, and, and I, I heard the server tell another customer that they only use the highest quality white meat. And I said to her that if she ever wanted to see the highest quality white meat, all she had to do was look in the mirror. And I, I meant it in a romantic way, but now I see I do see how offensive it was. Yeah, that's not exactly that's not exactly that, that that's not some there's some really faulty wording in that. Yeah. Yeah, I see that now. Se- severely um, and faulty. Yeah. I, I I see. And my temper was really ramped up, like really I was on edge all the time and I and I uh I beat up a factory. You beat up a factory. Yeah. What what size of factory? Uh, do you know Mertz Plastics out there on Bifocal Drive? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That the place is it's huge. Big. It's big, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They do a ton of uh, ton of business. Uh, anyway, my my car broke down in front of it, and I went inside to use the phone to get a, a, a tow and. The receptionist was, in my opinion, being a total C. So we start we start yelling at each other because you know, she won't let me use the, the phone. And before you know it, all these workers, these tough guys, start running in. And I'll tell you, man, I just went off on everybody. It was like Newbridge Ninja up in that piece. Yeah, you're. You sound like a real uh, out of control. You sound like you're out of control. It was the diet that did it to me, but I will say, you mess with the Delvec, you go home a wreck. Well, so you got yeah. Well, that so that's what you kind of pin your identity on is is you mess with the Delvec, you go home a wreck. That justifies. Yeah. Well, I couldn't find anything. Every, everything Delvec EO. Like, what can I rhyme with EO? Mm. You mess with Delvec EO, you. I'll break your neck EO. I don't like that. It's not a joke. It has to be a slogan that instills fear. Why am I helping you come up with a better? No, I don't like it. You're, you're a bad guy. Yeah. You're a, you're a legit bad guy. Hey, um, Tom. Yeah. Um, Between you and me. Uh Uh-huh. I don't look like that anymore in the photo I, I, I just sent you. Okay. Yeah. I, um, I underwent drastic plastic surgery to completely change my appearance. Okay. All right. I'll send you a picture right now of what I, I do look like now, but you've got to promise to delete it right after you see it. Okay. Sure. Um, okay. Okay. All right. Just send it. Okay. Let me check my email. Logging in. Password. Sandwich. Me too. 
Amma. Okay, here we go. Wait, no, Joshua, this, this, um, it looks like you sent me a picture of, uh, like you accidentally sent me a picture of Mike score, the, the lead singer of, uh, flock of seagulls. No, that's me. It's me. This is you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I will say my, my surgeon was very hungover when he operated on me and, I don't know why I didn't put on the brakes when he came into the room reeking of marijuana and Jägermeister. I, I guess I just didn't want to rock the boat. I mean, you know me. I'm always trying to please everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You're always um, trying to please everybody? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a people pleaser big time. Oh, yeah. No, you seem like a huge people pleaser just focused on, focused on others all the time yeah, when you... Yeah, doing, doing good. Yeah, you know, doing good with those armored truck robberies. Well, that's that's one part of my life. There's a whole lot. I, I help a lot of people. But it's interesting because the doctor said he'd never heard of a flock of seagulls. So I guess it was just one of those happy accidents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a, wait, I don't know how that would work, though. Well, I'll tell you what sucks is uh, under under different circumstances, this would have been the first step of realizing my dream of fronting orchestral maneuvers in my pants and erotic tribute to classic synth pop. I don't like that at all. And I do kind of like it, though, actually. You I take back it. the at all it. part of it. It's a great concept, right? It's pretty good. Um, actually, I'm warming up to it with each passing second. And And me looking like that? I mean... Your kid—it's like I would. I, we would just rule the club scene. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty dominant. Yeah, I, I really I, feel like what people are kind of craving these days would be a um, an erotic tribute to to synth pop. I know, and I, like me up there looking like that, doing not just flop songs, but like you know. Reap the wild wind by Ultravox. Can you imagine that? I think that'd be pretty powerful, right? Here comes the mirror man. Really just, yeah, really just going deep with some of that, some of that stuff. This means nothing to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, Vienna. Oh, you know what? Uh, what song kept Vienna from topping the charts in, in England? It was number two. What song? Shut Up Your Face. Lou Monty. Yes. So what you're saying is that back then, 1981, are we talking? I think so, yeah. We're talking 1981. Midjure would look at a copy of NME. And throw it across the room, saying like, "This bloody, this bloody Lou Monty has the charts has number one lockdown again. Our record's a bleeding masterpiece." Yeah, I heard shut an up, interview with shut up, or you bleeding ago. face. <laughs> I heard an interview with him a month ago, and he still mentions it. He's still mad about still "Shut Up, or You Face." Yes. Keeping, keeping that song. 
Yeah, it's a it's a funny thing when those songs do that. Not fair. You know what else isn't fair? What's that? I don't get to realize that dream, and I'm I'm stuck out here. And I'll I'll, I'll tell you, um, be, being on the run and having to forage for food every day it's 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 been a real eye opening experience for me. You know, it's it's either feast or famine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like sometimes you're literally eating nuts and berries, and sometimes it's like voila, you come across a bag of six half eaten Chick Fil A chicken sandwiches. Yeah, again, you know, I'm going back on to where I stood originally on it. You cannot, you do not have to say, when you say Chick-fil-A, it implies it's a chicken sandwich. What do you call Burger King? You call it Burger King. What do you call it? Oh, Burger King's uh, hamburger franchise. So you say, boy, I'm in the mood for some fast food. Let's go to a Burger King hamburger franchise. I certainly do. Well, I don't, I don't like it, Joshua. Well, you know what I don't like? Another thing I don't like about this life? What? I really miss seeing my programs. Your programs? Well, like, which programs? I, I, I miss watching Billions with my buddies and having to take a shot every time one of the characters quotes a lyric by an artist that the real-world equivalent of that character would absolutely never have even heard of. Like who? Like what is a, what's, what's an artist that gets referenced on Billions? Like, um, I'm pretty sure I've heard like a, a DA quote a lyric from, uh, from The Replacements. Yeah, I could I could see that that's not a from stink. Yeah, yeah. So they quote they quote something from. Uh, so they're quoting stink lyrics. Like the replacement said on stink, man. Kids don't follow. Right. I um, need a GD job. I just got fired. So look, you're out in the you're out there in the woods. Where exactly are you? I'm not going to tell you that. Are you kidding? Oh, that was a little no, bit of a trick. No, I was trying to. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm never. Look, I'm never getting caught. All right, that's just all there is to it. It's okay. never, ever, ever. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. What's going on, Joshua? Oh, they're pulling up. You're oh. getting caught, aren't you? Oh, well, I guess it's true that the best show is the hands-down favorite podcast of American law enforcement, like I've always heard. I don't know. Maybe they've, uh, they must have heard us talking and tracked me down via my cellular telephone. Yeah. Or maybe they heard the crinkling of all those Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich wrappers. They might have. It's, it, it, it's possible. Um, all right, well, look, I, I got to go, and it's, uh, it's quite obvious that I, I, I am headed quite a long haul at the hut. Uh, I know I, I, I did mention missing my shows, but um, Tommy, you know what I'm going to miss most about being locked up? What's that? Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches. Of course. Of course you will. You said it 80 times. Well, I don't know why I didn't think that was going to be what it was. Well, you might not have a whole lot of them soon, Joshua. And he's gone. There we go.
be back in one minute. Listen to this in the meantime. Yeah. And that's what you get when you uh when you listen to the best show, you're gonna get the the book club where we talk about crap like that. That's Cinderella with Gypsy Road. Classic. Hmm. Oh yes. Pat, are you there? Pat? Pat? I'm here, Tom. I'm here. Pat, who are your favorite metal heroes? My favorite metal heroes. Um, Think about it. You're from New Jersey. I'm sure right off the top. Oh, uh, ACDC. No, they're not from New Jersey. Though. No, but they're, but they're a, they're they're a hard hard rock hero. I think they're hard rock heroes. I would not say ACDC are metal. Okay. So, who's like a straight up metal band that you like? Um, straight up metal band. Let me think. Let me think. I got a special guest on hold that I'm, I'm pl- about to place on hold. So let me. Okay, you do that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. All right. Okay. I'll be right back. Studio. Woody. Yes, Tom. Now, we're, we got the host of Hair Metal. Uh, <laughs> what was your show called you hosted? The Big Hair Ball. The Big Hair Ball. Yeah. You got any air air checks on that one? <laughs> I do. We gonna get to hear any of them? Yes, I can. I will. I will find some and uh, give them to you for the next one. So we're gonna hear some of Jason Woodio, and it's called Woodio, not Dudio anymore, because he's Hollywood. Um, he he used to do a show in West Virginia called The Big Hairball. <laughs> What's it called? The big hairball. I got it right. Okay. Yeah, no, you nailed right. it. You got the it. The big hairball, and this would be you saying, "Let me give, tell me how far off I am if I say." Uh-huh. Coming up next, uh, we got a a a, a twofer from uh, from Crocus. <laughs> is that the is that the way it would go on the yeah, show? Yeah, probably not a twofer from Crocus. Uh, but okay. that's yeah. Be like, you know, white snake coming up, but right now it's slaughter on the big hairball. Can I ask a question? Was was the title of the show a play a word play? Because you know, you <laughs> could take it either way. You know, we know uh-huh. what a hairball is, like it, it makes a, a a cat gag, right? The hairball. Right. But then, you know, you're saying it's also like a ball, like, you know, this is you're gonna hear the hair. hair I'm bands. gonna say there's a reference. He he's tying in Headbangers Ball a little bit. Okay. He's getting. The, am I wrong about that, Jason? I didn't make. See, I did not name the show. I took over. I was the third third host on this show. Okay. The final host, or did you the get final host also? on this show? Yeah. Was there was, an episode where you were just like, guys, we're closing up the big hair ball. <laughs> this is it. I think a lot of my. Uh, big hairballs were pre-recorded like uh they they would air a lot of like they never said that i left Mm -hmm. or ended the show they just played a few like three maybe three pre-recorded episodes like it still happened and then just one day it was done sure it's a big hairball yeah yeah 
because uh, look, I, I, there's a, often times it's it's funny that it's named the big hairball because often a big hairball is what I would like when I'm listening to some of this music. I'd like two of them actually, that <laughs> one for each ear, <laughs> or we put both of them in the mouth of whoever's singing the songs they're singing. <laughs> Either one can go in each ear, or both can go in the mouth of uh, of uh, David Coverdale. While reading the book, have you found yourself like rooting for any of the bands? Yeah, I do. I have some. I have some allegiances and some some people I'm. I, I have a soft spot for. Yeah, I, I don't know if I want to give them away just yet. No, I'll name. I'll name one name that I think seems like a pretty like a guy who I don't mind whenever he talks in the book is uh, Dave Snake Sabo from Skid Row. Yeah, well, it's just like yeah, this guy seems all right. He seems like he gets it more or less. Just a Jersey goof who suddenly is like, suddenly like has a number one album and has to deal with Sebastian Bach all the time. <laughs> now, Pat, Pat, you you alluded to a guest on the hotline. Is that true? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Let's 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 boogie on with that guest. Let, this guest. Is very exciting. Please, please bring them to the show now, if you could. I mean, this is exciting because I'm just going to say this about the guests on this show. Usually, it's just a parade of of uh, of just uh, it's like the island of misfit toys. A lot of times, when it comes to these guests, we get this one is out on parole. That one is. Um, that one is looking for another chance, but this is a straight up. This is one of the good bookings. They call the Bible, the good book. And I call this guest, the good booking. Um, it's so exciting to have on the show. Somebody who I actually call friend as well as it just being a straight up fan of this, uh, comedian, uh, the one and only, Joe Firestone. How are you, Joe? Hi, Tom. What an intro. Oh, my goodness. It's you. As I live and breathe. As <laughs> I live and breathe. And for people who don't know, Joe is one of those people who has it. And what is it? If you got asked what it is, you don't got it. <laughs> and the, like Faith No More often asks the question, what is it? When they mm-hmm. did their hit song. And uh, they don't know what it is, but they know it when they see it. And I know it when I see it. And when I look over at a Joe Firestone, all I see is it. Wow. It's like a beautiful poem. Thank you. Oh, thank you. It's so nice to hear your voice. Joe, you are one of my favorite people, and it's so nice to have you on the show. How are you doing? Mutual. I'm doing fine. I was just, uh, I just talked to my aunt on the phone and my aunt and my cousin and I all, all have the same voice. So it was pretty, it's pretty trippy. So I'm just coming uh, down from that. It's like that episode of Seinfeld when, when Elaine told Jerry that, that her, Elaine's friend liked Jerry and then the friend had a, was dating somebody who had a high pitched voice and then you couldn't tell the difference between them on the phone. Exactly. 
exactly what I was going for, yes. But it's your actual life. Yeah, this is my life. Mm-hmm. Seinfeld, that was a flight of fancy. This is where you actually, this is where you're living and breathing. Yeah. You know, Seinfeld's on Netflix now. It is on Netflix. And I think it's very exciting that finally we can all check out Seinfeld because <laughs> these episodes have been lost to time. Uh, there's, There's been... Because the, there was a good, there was a good three weeks there where Seinfeld <laughs> was not permeating every aspect of everything ever, and there was it was there was one platform that it was not on for three weeks uh, when it moved from Hulu to Netflix. But thankfully, every time I scroll through Netflix, I will within two seconds of considering Seinfeld, I will hear Seinfeld. It's a magical platform. Who doesn't love that Netflix? There's there's things I actually will never watch because I don't want to hear the clip of it before I click on it to play it on Netflix. Yeah, I know. It's a little aggressive. Yeah. First of all, with that thump sound, I don't like that. Well, what sound would you prefer if you had, if you were making a platform? I don't know, like um, I don't know, town video. What would be the noise? Well, say I took over Netflix. I instead of that, I'd probably go for a, ooh, Netflix. <laughs> and you think you think that would feel kind of fresh every time? They would feel like they're welcoming you back in. It'd be like getting pat a pat on the shoulder from a friend. Ooh, Netflix. I I hate to say this, but I can't remember the last time a friend touched my shoulder. But maybe I got to play oh, more. Sports this pandemic. This pandemic. Yeah, it's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. Right, right, right. Yeah, pin that one on the pandemic. Look, yeah. I don't want my friends touching me either. You kidding me? <laughs> I'm always like, yeah, I'm not feeling you? so good. I always just go, oh, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> I took a I took a test. I didn't get the results back yet. <laughs> if only it was tomorrow, you could give me that hug. <laughs> no, I like hugs. I like hugs. Yeah. 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 I, um, I know you do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Joe Firestone, how, well, well, well you, you have so many things going on right now. You have so many things. This is kind of, you're taking over. Sure, sure. Blowing up. Blowing up. Yep. Mm-hmm. I got Just this, name uh, one thing you have coming up. Okay. I got this special coming out on Friday on Peacock. You know, PeacockTV.com, right? Peacock. Ooh, Peacock. Listen, Peacock, I've had to do a lot of, recently I've had to do a lot of explaining how to get Peacock, Uh because, so the specials with 16 senior citizens, I'm teaching them how to do comedy in a class, and so almost none of them have Peacock, so I've had to walk them through this. Do you want me to walk you through how to get Peacock? Yeah, tell me what you tell these old timers, when one of these fossils calls you up and is like, Joe, I can't find the special. Okay, so I say, okay, go to peacocktv.com. Oh, what? 
What channel is that? On your computer. Peacock TV. Hold on. Let me call my niece into the room. She said it's on Peacock. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, it's on the computer. That's well, the niece. where? No, that's the that's the that's the niece. Okay. It's on the computer. I can't find it. You can't find anything. Where's your hey, purse? Hey. Where's your hey, purse? Hey, hey. Let's sign you need this your form, purse. Grandma. Sign Peacock, this form. Peacock's Peacock's free. Don't put your credit card information there. It's free. Grandma, just fill out this reverse mortgage form. <laughs> now, don't sign that form, okay? I just, just need money. I need money for my DJ business. PeacockTV.com. <laughs> uh-huh. So, it's PeacockTV.com. Okay. This is if you're watching on a computer. I know a lot of people have smart TVs. Okay, so I'll go through that step next. Okay. Yeah. PeacockTV.com. Then what you do is you put, a lot of these places, they say, oh, tell us your birthday. Tell us your yeah, social security number. Peacock, they just want an email. That's all they really want. And then all you Peacock up. wants is an email. Okay. Uh-huh. And is it, uh, so I get Peacock. And this yeah. Friday, what you're telling me is if I get Peacock, whether it's on my computer, whether it's on my smart TV, I can watch. Yeah. And what is the special called? It's and it's a special. Timing, this is not a but series. But it's not going to show up at, right away because they released us at the same time as Halloween Kills. And that's obviously, you know, that's the main attraction. So you're going to have to search for it. Wait, now you're now I feel like literally the the fictional old person I was pretending to be. <laughs> I actually am now. <laughs> it will be on Peacock, but it's hard to find. Oh, yeah. Oh, they Halloween really kills. figured this thing out. <laughs> they really got this kill. thing nailed down just right. They're told the star and creator of the thing, yeah, your thing's going to be kind of hard to find because we're worried about the new Halloween movie. Well, the main Which main is that even I, on Peacock? Yeah, they got a Halloween kills. It's a it's half in theaters, half on Peacock. Well, which half? Um, sorry. I mean, like, what's it? What are we calling it now? When you like, you could watch it on at home, or you could go to the theaters. Uh, I think that's called the end of show business. <laughs> right. Is what that's what I'm calling it. So, so you have to throw Halloween Kills a bone here. You know what I mean? Because they're they're being released. You know, on on Peacock for God's sake. So you got to think. Um, you know, these, so Peacock is, uh, it's, you know, they think maybe if we, if we release Halloween kills and good timing on the same day, you know, that they're going to get everybody that watches Peacock. So your show is called good timing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you could go and just search on Peacock. Good timing. Yeah. Search, search, uh-huh. search it. So you go to, you go to Peacock, Peacock Mm-hmm. And it's great that this this we're that we're plugging this scrappy upstart company, <laughs> um, we're that we're doing so much hand holding with this company that is only what now? Who's the? It's NBC, Comcast. Yeah, and it's Comcast, company, yeah. Comcast. It's the companies that bought NBC, 
are in charge. They have created this thing, and now they're relying on you to get me to explain it to the general population on how to get the programming. So, uh, look, and I'm not going to talk about finances or whatever. I'm going to say if this is if this is the way this goes, I'm not exactly expecting to see uh, Joe Firestone with a yacht anytime soon. For example, <laughs> if this is if this is the the way they're flashing. <laughs> I'm not sure they didn't just say, Joe, you take as much money as you want. <laughs> How much do I get paid for this? As much as you can carry, Joe. <laughs> so on that table, yeah. just fill that burlap sack up until you can't lift it and you get to keep all the money in it. No. Um, no this is called good timing. Uh-huh. And it's you because you did a you did a thing for Adult Swim a year ago, which I thought was one of the funniest things I've seen in so long. And it was you outside of a grocery store, uh-huh. and you were trying to make a friend, but you were also it was either be my friend or get fifty bucks. And you were yeah. doing it under the guise of getting people to rate cookies. Uh-huh. And that was outstanding. And I just like watching okay. you with people. I think you are so good at it and so funny when you're doing your thing. You're and you're so you you clearly you you hit the sweet spot for me where you're not you're having fun with them and you can laugh with them and maybe a little bit at them, but on the whole, you're not selling anybody out or making them a punchline or. Or anything like that, and I love the way the balance you strike with all that. Thanks, thanks. I, you know, I think that um, I try not to, you know, the, you know, the fear is always, oh, oh, oh everyone's angry at you. So just try to avoid mm-hmm. the constant, um, you know, inevitable of everybody being mad at you. You know. Mm-hmm. Do you think yeah. everyone's mad at you? Sorry. Do you think that is that a, thing, a um, something that you think about? If everybody's mad at you, oh yeah, I, literally every waking moment of every day, it's all I think about. Is if my phone rings, I just see it, and I'm just like, um. So I guess this is who's going to yell at me now. <laughs> when I see, it's just like, oh, so and so is calling me. Well, I guess I did something. They're going to scream at me. <laughs> That's literally where my brain goes to. When I see, oh, a text from somebody, well, I guess I did something wrong. What did I, let's find out what I did wrong. Do you have any of that in you, Joe? That's how I feel all the time. How I feel all the time, except when you would, somebody like a Joe Firestone, I'd be like, no, this will be nice. Joe, Joe likes me. Oh, good. Oh, good. I'm glad I don't still fear. I, I, well, I'm a little bit. I don't know. I hope all I hope all the participants in the special like it because they haven't seen it yet. Okay. But I'm. Uh, it's like a. It's like a documentary special, and sixteen okay. of them agreed to do it. And. Um, and how yeah, how is it? A, it's 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 how long is it? Is it a, is it an hour or half hour? Where are we at? We're at forty nine. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Now he's yeah. not outstaying your welcome, but you're giving everybody their money's worth. Sure, and it's free. Peacock is free. Let me remind you. Hmm. I actually have a special coming out, Joe, on Pluto TV. It's uh, 
It's on channel 8,497,686 on Pluto. Um, Pluto couldn't be more free. (laughs) Have you ever checked out Pluto TV? It's the greatest and it's the, it's the most difficult thing to navigate I've ever seen in my life. And every show is on there. It does not have Seinfeld, it ha- but it has every season of Surreal Life, for example, which, which I, I, you know, re- we recently watched and was like, yeah, this is a mean show. This is a mean show that straight up, straight up mocked and exploited the celebrities that were on it in a horrifying fashion. You're just like, this is cruelty. This should be banned. This, everybody should be arrested who was involved in this show. Got Vern Troyer driving his little his little uh, scooter around, drunk and wetting himself <laughs> off the side of it. And then Jane Weedland from the Go Go's has to help him. You're just like, what is this? Was actual? No, this is terrible. Everyone should be ashamed of themselves. Who's involved in? It. But that's the new home. That's my new home. Is Pluto? Joe, there is a channel on Pluto TV. That is literally, I kid you not, from the just shooting, just rolling video from the front of a train going down the track. <laughs> that's, that's an entire channel. That's an entire channel on Pluto TV. A train rolling down. Jason, am I wrong? Jason Woodio Gore? And he's called Woodio. We used to call him Dudio, Joe. Yeah, what happened? We call him Woodio because he's in Hollywood. Oh, right. I was hoping it wasn't going to be one of those Mario Wario situations. No, this is not an evil. This is not an evil (laughs) Dudio, although it might be also. They could be. be, They could be. Those are two separate concepts. Um, Somewhere somewhere in Midtown Manhattan, the real Jason is tied up in a closet. (laughs) And out here, L.A. Jason... Is just like yeah, it's me, Jason. And um, but Jason, back me up. There is a channel on Pluto TV that is just a train going down the tracks. It's called Slow TV, and it's it's a train, and I think like Norway or Sweden just going through these icy, icy tracks. I've never wanted to be. I've never wanted an overall deal more. With any place more than Pluto TV right now. Slow TV. Slow. I gotta get this. I gotta get this one. And it's free also. Huge shocker. So you do get commercials. You'll watch the train going down the track. And then suddenly there'll be a commercial about suing over mesothelioma. Like it's all medical commercials. They're all just, it's all just like, did this happen to you? We can sue. (laughs) Like, it's all commercials like that. And then they go back to the train going down the track again on slow TV. So good time, good timing. Yeah, we did learn. I learned something making this special. You want to know what I learned? 
uh, I would love to hear what you learned. So Peacock, you need to have ad breaks, right? Because as you said, you know, if it's free, there's commercials, sure, for Mesothemia, et cetera. And so, you know, you have to put in ad breaks, right? So I just figured, you know, finish, finish what's happening, then put an ad break. Finish what's happening, then put an ad break. But actually, what you're supposed to do is put an ad break right when you're ready, right when they want to see more. Yeah, yeah, you got to hook them. Yeah, you got to hook them. And um, you, you know, were giving is, people a chance to tune out. <laughs> people go, like, I get it. They wrapped it up nicely. And I don't want to sue anyone. Did you know that about act breaks? Yeah, Joe, jo, we call them we call them blows. You got to come up with a blow for the act <laughs> out and uh I hate I hate all that talk like that. I think it's I think TV writers are the corniest people on earth and they they weirdly embrace this lingo. It's like go get a go get go get it over with. Go get a CB if you want to talk like that. Copy copy. I was like on sets when anybody's like copy. It's like you ever talk to somebody who works on a production off set and then they're still saying copy copy and you're like <laughs> It's okay. You can stop now. You're not. T- you're talking to me, not into a walkie-talkie. <laughs> copy, copy. We got eyes on Joe Firestone. We got eyes on Joe. F- okay, I'm flying in Joe's uh, RC Cola. Uh, okay. Uh, Joe wants an RC Cola. Flying it in. Copy, copy. <laughs> so at one point we did. We did. Um, we did have to fly in a drink to one of the seniors. Uh huh. And do you want to know what the drink was? Let me see if I can guess. Is it okay? Let's see. Is it a is it a soft drink? Non um, non alcoholic. Yeah, it's non alcoholic. And I'll just say this: is this is the second time she's ever had this drink. And she loved it so much the first time that she thought this will be what hits the spot. Pedialyte. Very close. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> what was it? Red Gatorade. Red Gator. So there's like I my I need to get some. What's in Gatorade that everybody so gets all hot and bothered about? What is it? Electrolytes. Electrolytes. I'm my electrolytes are depleted. Yeah, no, she was like she had had red Gatorade for the first time the week before. Thought mm-hmm. it was so awesome, got so jazzed about it. Yeah. And then she she wanted she wanted that high again. She went for it and I think it really made a difference in her. That she got some that she got some red Gatorade in her. Mm-hmm. Put a little pep in the step and I'm sure you mm-hmm. were a, you were a harsh taskmaster on that set too. <laughs> Sure. I was nasty. Yeah. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. <laughs> you stop when I say stop. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's you know, it can get pretty brutal for sure. It was a, a three day shoot. Um so yeah, there's that. Yeah, three day shoot. <laughs> okay, a three day shoot, okay. 
And you, you, uh, so this comes out this Friday, this Friday, this Friday, I cannot wait. But this is the, the, the crazy thing is this isn't all you have going on. You've got more. You've got, first of all, I heard rumors about season three of this Joe Perra show that you're involved with is coming back. It's true. When does that come? It's true. Well, I think you already saw it. It's on Pluto TV. It's just that it should be a slow footage. TV. If there was ever a show, it should be the train. It should be the train, and then Joe Para. I mean that in the best possible way. <laughs> He'd fit on on slow TV, right? <laughs> He'd do great on slow TV. <laughs> Suddenly, he was like, "Everybody, I want to tell you, we got a train. We're going to watch a train go down a track." Now let's watch 45 minutes of a train going through Norway. I think he'd be great on slow TV. Yeah, well, it's it was kind of wild because, um, so I have this, I, the, the special is based on this class I teach every Monday. And, and then this uh, last month or two Mondays ago, this woman was like, I can't be at class this week. I got hired act in an adult swim promo okay what what adult swim promo is filming right now in new york (laughs) and then i i called up joe i said what are you doing taking these people from my class yeah uh, yeah he's poaching them yeah so it turns so there's there's an overlap you might see a woman in a in uh in the in the next um promo coming out for season three and you might recognize her Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm look. I can't wait. And season three starts November. What's a Sunday in November? Seventh. Um, November seventh, or or thereabouts. We'll say or thereabouts. Or thereabouts. Hey, and listen. that's exciting. Is this the third season? Is was it fun? Is it fun that that show has turned into like three seasons deep now? That's amazing. Yeah, I can't believe it myself. It's 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 somehow the it's like um you know like how like some like it's like a teeny like if it's like a really big staircase but all the stairs are like half an inch big. Okay. <laughs> oh, the huge staircase, but all the stairs are half an inch big. All right. Is this a channel on Pluto you're describing? <laughs> What's going on here? Where's the tiny stairs channel? I'd watch it. So, look, you know, it's like you keep going up. You know, you keep moving. You keep moving towards your destination, mm-hmm. right? And you but you never not, get there, right? You're not getting. It's it's not a lot of action. You know what I mean? You're kind of. It's kind of pretty low action. You know what I mean? It's uh, not super spicy. Sure. So it's like mm-hmm. walking it's like walking up the down escalator is what you're saying. <laughs> yes. That's what boy, that really who wouldn't want to watch a show that brings that to mind? It's mark it's that pretty, in your calendars, everybody. <laughs> I think I think uh-huh. you're like um I think uh you know, I'm not going to give anything away, but I do think it might um, it might have some uh, some Joe Para in it, and okay. um, 
Is that one kid still doing it? The madman? What's his name? He's always mad. <laughs> Are you talking about Connor O'Malley? That's right, yes. <laughs> so he's yelling. Yeah. Con- he's yelling about Connor's- the government. Connor's in it, yep. Mm-hmm. He's always screaming, and um, yeah, I tell you, I like him a lot. Yeah, everybody. He's always, yeah, he's everybody always yelling. He's always yelling. <laughs> hey, when are they going to make a movie adaptation of your book? Oh, you let me know. Um, it's. I was so. Re- I'll say this, Joe. I was so ready for somebody to like come like hey we want to option the thing and be like how dare you turn my book into <laughs> into a thing it is it's is it's just it's meant to exist in one medium and not just turn into some off some cheap low tv show and suddenly it's like yeah of course nobody comes knocking <laughs> like wrap my head around my high horse stand <laughs> the guaranteed way guaranteed way for nothing to happen i remember one time I was, I was, uh, right. I was, when I was at the beginning of my career and I was writing and I was just like, I was like, I had a job and I was like, I'm going to put together a packet for somebody was like, you should put a packet together for SNL. And then I like write some skits and put it in a thing. Right. And then Mm -hmm. they're like, well, you should also do one for Conan. And there was, there was about, I sent them both in. There's a good week where I was just like, hey, what am I going to do if they want me for both jobs? What am I going to do? Like, look, SNL, that's classic. Like, that's that's legendary. But Conan, that's every night. And that's like, so it's happening right now. What am, Man, this is going to be a tough choice. Of course, no one knocked on it. They threw both packets in the garbage. They're probably still sitting on someone's desk. They're still they sitting on Steve mistake. Higgins' desk. His kid, his kid can come in and clean his office now. Well, <laughs> oh, that's a deal I need. My 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 papa didn't get me uh, didn't get me in the door on anything like that. Great 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 guy. Not a whole lot of juice in the biz. My boy's got a packet. Check my boy's packet out. I think that um, I'm trying to think of. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I'm not sure what my dad. Um, he's you know his you know what my dad's signature move is. What is your dad's signature move? He's got these. Peppermints that he's had for like twelve years, must have uh-huh. been fifteen. They got you know they started off hard, now they're soft, and the stripes have kind of blended, so it kind of looks pink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what he'll do is he'll palm them into somebody's hand. Okay. These are like right, like subtly. Uh huh. Okay, like folded under his thumb. Yeah, like. It, like how you would do with money. 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 Yeah. You mean the way people hip? Like in that way where you're just like, thanks. There uh-huh. you go. Thank you very much for everything tonight. And then you, then they look and then there's money in their hand. But with your dad, 
he goes, thanks for everything tonight. And then they look and then there's a, a wilted candy in their hand. <laughs> Is it at least wrapped still? <laughs> yeah, the wrap. The last time I had one of them, the wrapping was like pretty fused to the candy. It's, it's uh, oh, hard no. To so, yeah, that's the worst when when it's just like. That still ha- if that happens to candy, what I do with that, I'm just like, yeah, I can make an adjustment with this. Might be eating a little plastic tonight, but so be it. So when like you a, see a- like a melted her- a melted candy bar, yeah, throw it in the freezer. I guess I can eat. I'll eat a little wrapper with this one. I can't throw this out. You really you're gonna go even with like a hard candy, like one of those like like. Let's go. Let's go to see a, a butterscotch from two thousand two. You're not going to throw that away. You find it in your pocket. You're not going to throw it away. No butterscotch. It's like it's like finding a. It's like it's a little bit of gold, <laughs> right? An old butterscotch. You know that thing's still got some flavor. You've never <laughs> had one of those and gone like, oh, where'd the flavor go? But say you open, you try to open the candy traditional way, like you un, you untwist both ends, right? But yeah, both ends yep. just twist off, right? Yeah. So you're left with oh, they, the candy. So they snap off because it's all dried off. out because the plastic's all dried out. It's, and so you, what you're left okay. with is, the, is butterscotch candy wrapped in a, in, you're not sure where the cellophane starts, right? Yeah. You peel away part of the cellophane. It just comes off in your finger. It, it barely, barely at all. Do you know? Do you know what I would do in that case? Huh? For me personally, uh-huh. take take the uh, candy, uh-huh. throw it in my soda stream bottle. <laughs> what? Blast that thing, carbonate the bleep out of that thing, and then next thing you know, I got a little butterscotch soda. Wow, that's possible. Joe, anything is possible. <laughs> Wait, so okay, because I've heard of sorority girls putting Skittles in vodka, but you're putting butterscotch in seltzer. I'm putting butterscotch in the soda stream. You blast that thing. the The carbonation is going to open that plastic up, but good. Then you got a nice little subtle flavor, like one of those ones that has like a hint of it. You ever drink that hint? There's like a, there's a beverage called hint, which is just like, basically it'll be like, oh, it's, it's water, but it has just the slightest hint of pineapple. And it'll be like that. It's subtle, it'll be subtle, but it'll be butterscotch. Mm. You, you know what I just had? What? Cold limonata. Cold what? Um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Lemonade? (laughs) So you had some lemonade, some cold lemonade. (laughs) Did you have it with that weird pizza you love so much? I did. I did. My cousins, my cousins stayed here and she and she sent me that as a thank you gift. It was awesome. Sent you what? Some of that pizza? Yeah. That St. Louis pizza? Yeah, it's awesome. Now, what is it on it? It's kitchen. it's what? It's mu- what's on it? Mustard and what else? <laughs> <laughs> I 
No, what is on St. Louis pizza for people who don't know is different. The Midwest has some severe pizza issues between Chicago and that, and that souffle that they put cheese on top of that. They, it's basically a cake with tomato sauce on it. (laughs) That thing that they call pizza. That's troublesome, but nothing, nothing beats St. Louis's interpretation of pizza where they're like, no, we put gloopy. What kind of cheese is on it? It's called Provel. And it's, it's a mix of, um, I think they do like a scientific blend. It's not like four cheeses. What I'm saying is like when you get Provel, it's a block of white colored cheese. But they say it's a mix of mozzarella, provolone, American, and Swiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be refrigerated. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be refrigerated because, yeah, that, that it seems excessive to keep something like that from uh, that bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just won't turn. Try as it you might, won't, it won't turn. Try, try as you may. You can't get that cheese to turn. So is that is that because even the bacteria is like, yeah, we're okay. <laughs> I'll go infect something different. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not sure why it doesn't need to be cold. It seems like it should, but um, you know, one a wonderful thing about it is, you know, if you buy it in the store, obviously you're not buying it in that big brick. It comes mm-hmm. in spaghetti shape. So it comes like stringy. Yeah, like like thick, ropey spaghetti. Oh, yeah. You know, look, I was down on it, but until you, when you described it as thick and ropey, now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you, you somehow made it worse. <laughs> thick and ropey. So this is... What do you do when you're in New York? Because you're now a New Yorker. You don't live mm-hmm. in St. Louis any longer. Right. And um, when, you get a, when you get a craving for that pizza, what on earth do you do? Well, this is the thing. Okay, so this, you know, this website is not great. I'm not trying to plug this website like I was plugging Peacock TV. But it's... Dot com. This gold belly, they sell like the the top thing from that city, right? And you know that St. Louis, the top thing they got is Emos. That's the pizza. So that's what they have to offer from St. Louis. Okay. Yeah, but the, it's, you know, I've had pizza here in New York and it's it's mm-hmm. good. It's it's fine. It's like. Sure, no, it's, it's, it's fine. It's just, you I mean. You mean pizza? Yeah, I I just think here's the problem with the New York pizza. I think it's too big, so you got to eat the crust first, and then you got to eat. You know, it, it's you got you can't even stick it in your mouth. You got to rip it apart with your hands like a bird, and it's it's not attractive. You know. Okay. Well, this is, and so and I'm sure that when you eat that Provel pizza, it's just the. Uh, it's just the the epitome of decorum when you when you have four room temperature cheeses smeared all over your cheeks 
Okay, so here's the great thing about St. Louis, though. Pizza is cut in squares, right? Okay. Well, we have that in normal pizza land. It's called um, Sicilian. Yeah, no, that's the, that's the size of, a, of two feet put, to, put together, two feet next to each other. Okay. You're, you're allowed to eat as much or little of it as you want also. It's not like it's not like they're not letting you get up from the table until you finish your pizza. You can they say go, I'm full. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, they go smack you back down with that pizza paddle. Oh no, pizza paddle. Now they're hitting you with the pizza. Where are you getting pizza? I think you went to the wrong place. You're getting hit with a pizza paddle? Yeah, they got Spanky's New York style pizza. The the thing about the the square, the square beyond compare is that it fits in the palm of your hand, right? Okay, and sure. The, the great thing is that only some slices have crust. Okay, like Sicilian. Yeah, but the nature of a of a square cut pizza is that some are just going to be pure cheese and sauce like that. Have you seen that commercial for shakaroni? Shakaroni, what is that? Shaquille O'Neal has a new thing. Shaquille O'Neal has a pizza at Papa John's. I think it's called oh, the Shakaroni. But did this guy a- did this guy lose all his money or something at some <laughs> point? I've never seen anybody. He's like a traveling salesman at this point. He'll advertise anything. Like, did he like? Didn't he get paid like nine hundred million dollars when he was in the NBA? Why, why is he just like, seems like he's like hard up now. He'll do any commercial for, hey, got chacaroni. It's, get your insurance from the general. And we got chacaroni at Papa John's and got icy hot. Rub some icy hot on your neck. And then eat some, eat some insurance from the general. And then go sign up from insurance from chacaroni. <laughs> I, look, so Shack. I've not, I've not tried the Shackaroni at Papa John's. It's there's another P in there, but I can't figure out where it would be. Shackaroni. It's. I know it's catchy, but Shaquille. I'll never uh, figure you this know, out. I, I'm not sure, but it's but basically the premise of this pizza is that a, well, the premise of this pizza is that the cheese and the pepperoni go all the way to the edge. Okay, I like that. I like the idea of pushing it to the limit. Um, there are slices, though, Joe, that are pizza pies that are not Sicilian giant puffy, uh, super doughy slices that are just thin slices that are not in the triangle shape. Where? Tell, oh, Where? Tell me. Numerous pizzerias. Go to, if you, if you, somebody please help Joe find a place that sells pizza in shapes like that. Um, and also of all the, this is the other thing. Speaking of pizza, you play a slice of pizza now. Oh yeah. Yeah, I do. 
You don't play some Provel slice, I notice. No, I didn't. I didn't really. You know, it's like choose your fighter. I didn't get to choose my fighter. You know what I mean? I no, just kind of showed sure. up. And, yeah. No, I get it. And this this is on um this is on because there's office hours is the show Tim Heidecker does out uh, in Los Angeles that is him with uh, Vic Berger and uh, DJ Doug Pound. But now there is an East Coast office hours. Yes, with New York Jonathan. New York Jonathan, the uh, legendary John Glazer, one of the, the best ever. It was really nice to read your book and see how much you loved him. It was like, so I, didn't, I didn't realize that you guys were connected. Well, I'm just a huge fan of him. I mean, I'm friends with him, but I'm just, I've always been a huge fan of him. He's always been one of the funniest people I've ever seen do anything ever. He got a dog recently. What kind of dog? Apparently it's a good one. Oh, one of the good ones. Mm-hmm. How are you doing in the, on the dog front? Yeah, I pulled the chicken bone out of my dog's mouth today, but it almost got down the throat. I, that's the deepest I've ever been. Okay. And what's your dog's name? This is Loaf. I got Loaf here with me. Loaf. And Loaf is what kind of dog? JoeFirestone.com. Um, he's, he's, he looks like a, a Yorkie that was in, like, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Okay. But he's not the dog from that movie. No, but it's like if the Yorkie got bigger in in every way. Okay. Yeah, he's a, he's a pretty big. Um, he likes to eat, and um, he likes to like sniff other dogs' noses, and mm-hmm. he likes to um, um, play play toys. Okay. So, in other words, a dog. <laughs> So you got one of the you got one of those dogs that likes food. <laughs> yeah, do you ever see those dogs that don't eat food? Yeah, I do. I actually have, and it's just like like a, a dog that is not food motivated that has maybe had like a past where whatever fear they have or whatever is like they can't eat around other dogs. Whatever it is, it's it's so odd to to see that. Because it's just uh, it's just one of those things you just always assume you can just throw some food and a dog will eat it and be excited about it. And I, this is the other thing. Not that I'm breaking into anybody's house or anything. I'm not going to do that. But if I was, why wouldn't you just bring some hamburgers and throw them? <laughs> There's no dog on earth. I don't care how well trained the dog is. Suddenly you're just like, yeah, I got a bag of hamburgers and you throw it over in the corner. The dog will go right to the bag of hamburgers. <laughs> hey, you know what? That reminded me. There's a bagel place that opened up by my house. You know how bagels have art? Like pictures of food in the window? Yes. Okay. This place chose for their picture in the window to have three stacked three deep raw hamburgers. Raw hamburgers. Raw hamburgers stacked up three high. Why? 
I can't for the life of me figure this out. They're not a butcher. They're, they sell bagels. They sell bagels and that they're advertising raw hamburger meat. <laughs> oh, that is, that is troubling. That actually upsets me. So when do, when does office hours East take place? That's a monthly endeavor. I think it's, I think it's the last Friday of a, of a month. Okay. I so think. you right now are doing a million things. I think, I think that maybe I was doing stuff before I was doing stuff and now it's all coming out, but it, I don't, I'm not really that busy. You know what I mean? Okay. No, I, I know what that's like. It's like, it's, it, you did the work already and now the fruits of your labor are, 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 uh, available to the public. Yeah. But I, this is my least favorite part. I, do you like this part when it, when you it comes coming out? on the best show? <laughs> no, like, yeah, this is the worst part of it. Yeah. This is the worst part. Look, I get, it. I do it every week. I understand. Do um, you feel like no, I know what you mean. Where you have part- to talk about the thing. When I had to promote the book, there were times I felt so stupid. <laughs> no, I don't even mind. <laughs> I don't even mind talking about it. I the part that I'm dreading is people seeing it. Oh well, that's a whole other thing. You look, you're Do great. You- Why would you feel that way? You're one of the brightest lights going no, right I- now, and I look forward to everything you do. You're truly you're one of the funniest people going. That's very nice. But I know you're supposed to say, like, you got to see it. It's awesome. We had a blast. And that's good to say. But I think that this part, I think if you could get paid just to make stuff and never show anybody, I think that might be the key. Oh, no, I understand that. That would be fun to just make it truly for yourself or for a few friends. Yeah, but the, I think that the, the kind of the, the um, you know, they promised me that big canvas bag of money, but in exchange mm-hmm. that people would have to see it, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I get it. But just know when you make something, it makes people uh, happy. So I, I, that'd be, well, I hope so. Hey, listen, I got to ask you something. Yeah, what's that? Joe Fire. Do you think that? Do you think that, like, you're going to be, do you think you're going to be L.A. for the next 20 years, or you, you think you're going to L.A. to Hawaii? No, there'll be, a, inevitably, it'll end up with me in Hawaii doing, I'll be like <laughs> uh, that dude on uh, Magnum P.I., not Magnum P.I., is Weasley, that wormy dude. I'll end up as, as like, some version of that dude. Got the thin with the mustache like uh, Bud Abbott. Those thin. How do you when you grow one of those mustaches? I'm not saying you would grow one of them. Thinking about growing one of those mustaches. What's it like when you're just kind of like, nah, I'm okay with this thing being pencil thin. <laughs> like shaving is such a choice to just be like, nah, let's keep going. No, I want this to just look like my lip is dirty. Look like I just ate a chocolate uh, a chocolate Sunday. I'm looking at Twitter right now, Joe. You'll never believe this. Yeah. Somebody tweets, "I'm with Joe. St. Louis pizza is strangely excellent." There you go. 
Tom, I'm going to do something kind of messed up. Uh-oh. What's that? And, and I don't think you're going to like it at all. Don't tell me you're going to give your Peacock TV password out over the air. <laughs> no. Like I said before, Peacock TV is free for the public. I mean, mm-hmm. this is, it's pretty much like, it's pretty much like the bird version of Pluto. It's an incredible, it's an incredible resource. It's like the library, but. Yeah. Like I picture your friend, the screamer, um, he'd watch Peacock TV to check your special out. Good timing this Friday on Peacock, uh, <laughs> Connor O'Malley. And he would be like, when a commercial came on, he just starts screaming about it. Right. <laughs> Listen, here's what I think I'm going to do. Yeah, what's the messed up thing? I think I'm going to use goldbelly.com and send you some Emo's pizza in California. Oh, my God. If you do, I'll eat it. I'll definitely, I'll look. I'm up for anything. I'll try it. I just don't want it to go to St. Louis. You never even tried it? No, when am I in St. Louis? (laughs) What am I, John Hamm? Do I look like Ellie Kemper? I got no roots there. Do I look like Nelly? <laughs> you, so, suddenly, did you confuse me for Tony LaRussa? <laughs> All of your St. Louis heroes? Do I look like? Do I look like? Go uh, Garagiola. Okay. <laughs> Who else is from St. Louis? Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. Are you mistaking me for Chuck Berry? <laughs> yes. No, I would. I would try this pizza. I would seriously, but you don't have to. I'll. I can. I can order my own. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna send you them. But here's the deal. Yeah. You get to pick your toppings, but the okay. problem is, is if you put on toppings and you miss out on the cheese texture. I want to taste the pizza that you enjoy not i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to uh manipulate this thing to where i'm making it closer to the pizza that i would like i want to try it the way a true blue st louis resident eats it okay because well because i get it with cheese only but uh, some people put bacon and bacon and mushrooms on it Sure. I mean, I would get mushrooms on it, but I would like it just as cheese only. I'll try cheese. I'll try it Firestone style. Wow. But the thing is, it's a minimum of four. (laughs) Minimum of four, what? Four pizzas? Yes. Oh, if you're going to do this for me, thank God you got all that peacock money. (laughs) I felt bad for a second. And then I was just like, oh, no, Joe's got all that peacock money from her one-off special that she did with them. Cause they always open the bank when it's a one-off thing. <laughs> That's when they're just like, we really got to pay this person. Well, and I'm only saying this cause I'm living, I have a career. <laughs> Yo, if I could only tell you about the thing that happened to me this week, money wise, you'd Come think on. you'd, 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 your, your, your head would spin around like the exorcist. <laughs> The thing at the at my advanced at my advanced age and stature, the 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 thing that got dropped in front of me this week, I was just like, I might as well be I might as well be a twenty two year old starting out with the, with uh, the, uh, 
Oh wait, what part of national best-selling author did we, did we miss? Apparently, <laughs> someone missed it. God bless them all, though. It all works out. <laughs> right. It's not right. This business is wrong. It is it's wrong. It's really wrong. Yeah. But so. Well, yeah. The, the, here's what I'm asking you about is that I'm happy to do all four cheese pizzas. But here's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking is I think you're going to try the first one. You're going to eat it. You're going to eat it. And you're going to say, it's okay. It's not pizza. It's okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I think you're going to be reviewing. But then okay. I think you're not going to want to eat another three. So that's why I'm thinking maybe we cover the other three in toppings. Uh, okay, I get you. To, to kind of mm-hmm. lure me back in. Yeah, just so you could think, oh, I don't have anything to eat for dinner, lunch, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'll just make this pizza. It tastes a little bit like um, some, something, but at least it's got these toppings. Okay. I like this. I like this. This is something we're going to visit and I'm going to figure this out. And I, I would like nothing more that if I just had to say, Joe, you are a hundred percent right. That pizza rules. I'm moving to St. Louis. Me and me and your pop are going to hang out. <laughs> but what do you, so like, when do I know? I guess you'll just like, tell me when you eat it. Yeah, no, we'll do it. We'll 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 coordinate it. I'll eat it on the show or whatever. We'll figure it out. I'll do it in front of everybody. Yeah, you got to put it in for 450 degrees. Okay. For, um, for 12, to 12 to 14 minutes. But the thing is, it's kind of this amazing thing. The cheese gets so liquidy that it kind of goes, you got to have kind of a cleanup. You know what I mean? Oh, no, I, I get you. It's going to be yeah. messy. Yeah. Okay. I've been known to eat the stickins from inside the oven. (laughs) Next morning, things cooled off. (laughs) Yeah, I think you'll be be pretty good fit for this whole situation. Well, Joe, I this is so exciting to me, and I just want to say, in all seriousness, you are you are one of my favorite people if you can tell us we're wrapping it up i don't know if you could tell when i started i could like tell this. i could tell but I, yeah. the feeling is mutual and but seriously uh, i'm so excited for all the stuff program. you have coming out you're one of the funniest people going i'm always excited about anything you do and you always manage to top yourself so i am <laughs> cannot wait to watch the new not, not unlike mushrooms and bacon on a provel pizza pie you top yourself um <laughs> And I'm excited about good timing, which is this Friday. I can't wait. One of my favorite things is watching you do, do stuff with other people. And it's so much fun. And, um, I can't wait for that. And I can't wait for the new season of Joe Perra, which is this November. Yes. Okay. I'll talk to you soon, Tom. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon and you take care of yourself. Okay. You too. Okay. Bye. Oh, that was nice. I love Joe. She's the best. Pat, thoughts? I miss her. Yeah? I genuinely miss her. One of the greats. Yeah. And I loved uh, Joe Para talks to you so Mm -hmm. much. It was one of uh, the sweetest shows 
I watched during the pandemic, during lockdown, during the hardest months of of the pandemic, and it was such a mm-hmm. a lighthearted fifteen to twenty minute treat at the end of the night. It was like the show I watched with my wife before bed, and it was mm-hmm. it was perfect. It hit such the right tone. The second season ends so beautifully, and I can't wait to watch the new ones. Oh, me neither. Can't wait. Now, Mike. Yep. I want to play something for you. You listen to this, and we'll be right back. This is your next favorite group. Okay. We're going to hear something from Bang Tango. Yes. Oh, brother. <laughs> Choppy Waters. <laughs> their best song. I, I'd never heard their of biggest, that band their before. their biggest song. You never um, heard of Bang Tango before? No, that's the first time I've ever heard the name. Um, they're before Guns N' Roses. I mean, you can hear a little bit of that in there. Studio, where on the it? timeline? Are they a little after? Yeah, I think they're around the same time. Around the same time, I'm looking that up. Yeah, they're right around the same time. Actually, GNR's uh, older than Bang Tango. Oh, okay. So maybe it went the other way. Yeah, Bang Tango uh, was formed in '88. Wow, Guns N' Roses were around a couple of years by that point. Um, yeah. So what we have coming up is the Best Show Book Club, where we're going to talk about the book "Nothing But a Good Time: The '80s Hair Metal." Uh, oral history and that'll be fun that's going to take place early november um and we're listening to little nippets of of some of the <laughs> are we are we getting psyched up or uh or psyched down i think we're getting <laughs> we're getting psyched down we're getting okay. ready and also we're getting ready for so far when we switch to bang tango and go through the catalog of bang tango and all the associated projects after we finished with Crosby stills national. I floated something on the latest episode of so far that rattled me that I said it and I'm scared by it and intrigued by it. And the idea of, of when so far wraps up shifting to Todd Rundgren. Oh God is one of the most <laughs> oh, <God>. terrifying propositions. <laughs> I I think I regret saying that out loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That's a bad... It, it kind of means we, we kind of maybe have to do it. I don't think we have to, though. No. I don't think we have to. We need to evaluate. Somebody said Weezer at one point. I, I think I suggested Weezer. Yeah. Another, and then I said Todd Rundgren. <laughs> I know Pat's pushing for Little Steven and the Disciples of Soul to go beat by beat through their catalog. <laughs> the uncharted territory for me. With Little Steven? Yeah, I, ne- I never went in that direction. No, I listened. I saw you on Twitter saying, like, hey, I didn't know that was a Little Steven song. And I listened to it. I'm just like, 
Oh, brother. <laughs> I don't know what's the, which way is up anymore. Check out, the, check out Black Uhuru. That's better. Okay. Pat. Yep. We got any calls? Full house. Let's 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 go to it and let's uh let's figure let's see where we are at the end of these four. Hello, Besho. Hi Tom. Hi, who's this? Uh this is Webby of Rochester. Webby? How are you tonight? Uh, <laughs> uh that that's Woody, Tom. Woody. Okay. What's up, Woody? Oh, no, I had, I mean, I had one for the topic. Mine got actually stolen by a previous caller, but I have a backup. For, we're talking about the Wi-Fi networks. Indeed, the Wi-Fi networks. Why, what do you, what do you see? Well, what, what, give me a good one. All right, so, well, the the one that was taken was, uh, was, uh, was pretty fly for a Wi-Fi, which I've seen, I think, more than once. Okay. <laughs> In different places. Oh. The offspring have a lot of fans out there. They do, and they have a lot of imagination. Those fans. <laughs> um, yeah. The one that this must be a next door neighbor to me or something, but I've seen it for years now, and it's Nacho Wi-Fi, like Nacho Chip, but Wi-Fi. So it's like not your Wi-Fi, yeah. but like cool. <laughs> Oh, no, that's terrible. Nacho Wi-Fi. Real bad. And I've been looking at it for years under duress. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. But there's nothing you can do about it. No, no, zero. I got nothing. There's nothing I can do except, you know, have a, you know, kind of an exasperated sigh once every couple of months when I need to connect something, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nacho Wi-Fi. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm. Uh, I think that would make me mad. Sorry, it's okay. Oh, uh, you were talking to Joe Firestone, and I was thinking, like, like I maybe do. You, I think that I should get like a nickname in my old age, like that. I mean, not that I'm telling people, but it would be cool if I became old butterscotch. Old, you want to be called old, old butterscotch. People start calling me old butterscotch. You know, at the old folks' home or whatever, wherever I'm hanging out on park benches. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Then it but might be time you got to start working that into. You got to start working it into conversation. I probably you always got to pin yeah, pin it on somebody else. Ah, oh, yeah, so and so started calling me old butterscotch. I don't know what to think about it. <laughs> That's the strategy. You got it. That's what yeah. I'll do. Yeah. It's just a, I, oh man, I don't know how I feel. Can I, can I ask you for some advice? My friends call, start calling me old butterscotch. I don't know what to think of it. I think I like it, but I'm not sure. It's like I, I had then a they'll start calling you. one time, one time this guy starts calling me old butterscotch. I, I don't know how I feel. I mean, like it could be cool. It could be pretty cool, honestly, but. Oh, look, I'm going to tell you this. You come around here, you're known as old butterscotch. The ball, the game starts here. Oh, thank you. This is the best day of my life now. All right. I'm glad you feel that way, old butterscotch. No longer will you be known as Webby. You're known as old butterscotch. Old butterscotch. 
This is great. All right, old butterscotch. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much, Tom. Have a good night. Have a nice night. Okay, bye. Another call, Pant. Hello, best show. Hi. Hi, to whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Simon from Ontario. Your name again? Sorry. Oh, uh, sorry, Simon from Ontario. Simon, how are you, Simon? It's I'm nice doing to, all nice right. Here yeah, I'm doing pretty good. My uh, my dad just bought a, a motorcycle today, so that's cool. What kind of motorcycle? Ducati. And have you ridden on it yet? No, I've never ridden on a motorcycle in my life. I mean, he hasn't ridden on a motorcycle in 30 years, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully Pops takes it slow, huh? You hope so. It's uh, it's not a slow motorcycle. I worry for yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, take it slow, Pops. Yeah, I could use it to, uh, yeah, do a, a, a jackal dual motorcycle chainsaw solo. Wouldn't even have to ride it. That'd be cool. And you should sing like the, you should sing to your father, say like, Papa, Kylie Minogue said it best, and I'm going to say it to you. Um, you say, I want you to ride that motorcycle slow now. And then you say, and then uh, the band Suede said it best when they said, slow down, slow down. You're riding your chopper. That's what I need you to say to to your your dear old dad. <laughs> I'll try and I'll try and uh, whittle it down for him. Yeah. So Simon, do you have something for the topic? Yeah, uh, I I always get a chuckle out of uh, a neighbor who's uh, it's a lapsed Amish family. Wait, that's the network. I'm sorry. What is in the network? Lap, lapsed, lapsed Amish family. Like a lapsed Catholic. Oh no, no, I followed. I just wanted to make sure that was the so the the network is literally lapsed Amish family. Yep. Well, that's uh, that's uh, they're they're definitely getting a lot of information across in yeah, a, it, a Wi-Fi network. They uh, they they're three words better than that uh, famous six word story the uh, uh, baby shoes for sale never worn mm-hmm. they're, they're cutting it in half economy of words yeah. baby yeah lapsed Amish family Wi-Fi network one word less yep I love it anything else Simon no just Joe is real sweet I've never uh, I haven't seen anything by her but I, I'm definitely going to go so check funny. out but she's, she's, I'll say this about Joe. She's she's one, she's an incredibly nice person, but she is so funny. Also she's has a very funny, cool like, name. She's a funny person that happens to be nice. Yeah. Teenage Euthanasia. That's like a that would be a good grindcore band name. Yeah, I love it. You're on it. You do, <laughs> Call me after you get on that motorcycle with with your your old dad riding around. All right. Well, as Freddie Mercury said, get on your bikes and ride. You have a good night, there Tom. Yeah. Oh, you too, buddy. Bye bye. Yeah. Next call, please. 
Best show. Hi. Hi, this is John. How how are you, Tom? I'm good. How are you, John? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Where are you calling from? I, I'm calling from Portland, Oregon tonight. Ah, Portland, Oregon. I will be there this week. You will. I will. I'm doing a thing called, help me out. What is it called now? I'm sorry for being scrambled. Anybody on the best show, can you help me identify it? I can't remember what I'm doing. I know Jason knows what it is. What is it? I'm looking at live wire. Live wire. Yes. I will. I will do my research. Yes, live wire. I will tell you about it one second. It's live wire with Luke Burbank. Live wire, live wire with Luke Burbank in Portland. I'm not sure what the deal is. I guess it's live. It's a. It'll be a live show. You can go to livewireradio.org and check it out. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm springing this on you so relatively late. <laughs> But I will do it. I I don't have much going on, so that that's I will, Thursday. I will probably be there. Sounds go great. Check it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet about it and tell everybody, and it'll be fun, and I'll be there. Nice, excellent. Yeah, I uh, I actually tweeted a photo of your book on the shelves at Pal's book the other day, and you retweeted it. Oh, that's very kind of you. I appreciate it. My book it you never ends in stores now. You did it, USOB. Thank you. That's all I need to ever hear. You did it, USOB. And for people who don't know what that means, it's in the book. You got to check the book out. What do you got for me, my friend? Anything for the topic? Yeah, I have one for the the worst Wi-Fi, and it's worse. I think it's the worst because it's it's uh, horrifying. We had some yeah. neighbors, and they were a couple. And the, one of the partners name was Kevin and something happened. And then one day a Wi-Fi showed up called Kevin cheated. Oh no. Yeah, it was horrible. And we never saw them again. We saw them like a little bit moving out and we never got any (laughs) clarity or, or details on what may have occurred. Mm Mm-hmm. No, that's uh, one of those ones that just that just happens. One like that, and you, it's none of your business. But nope. you got to assume something's going down in the neighborhood. Maybe, maybe he like, like my on guy a Pat. Something game. the opposite of of my guy Pat. Something bad in the neighborhood. <laughs> He's the Applebee's. He's something good in the neighborhood. But that's that's I I won't keep you Tom. I know you get probably got a lot of callers, but that was my my uh, horrible Wi-Fi experience. Well, I appreciate it, and thank you for the call, my friend. Have a good night. Maybe see you Thursday. Take care. I hope so. Okay, bye. Best show. Next one. We'll do one more. Pat, is there another call? Should be on now. Oh, best show. Hi, Hi, Tom. Oh, I know who this is already. This is one of the most exciting and dynamic callers to the show. And this is somebody who this caller follows their passion and 
Sure. From when you're outside looking in, you might not be sure what what's what with that. But when you hear this caller talk, then you're like, I get it. I know what makes them tick. I'm into it. I'm a fan. This is my friend. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's somebody different. I think it's Michelle, the Oreo head. Ding, ding, ding. It's me. What an intro. Yeah. How are you, Michelle? I'm good, Tom. How are you? I'm good. Now, Michelle is an Oreo cookie enthusiast who tracks the latest trends because if you're not if you haven't been up to speed in what oreo is doing these days this ain't your daddy's oreo anymore oreo cookies it's a it's a it's a it seems like it's a a constantly evolving changing product yeah it's an ever-changing landscape of of cookies yeah and i think like the band style council said and got those Oreo cookies and they are ever changing foods. Right now. never mind. So anyway, (laughs) Oreo cookies, there's all these new flavors. What, 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 what's been the latest flavors, Michelle? Oh boy, do I have a treat for you? Well, just to just to give you some background, there, I don't know if you heard about the Nabisco strike over the summer. That like it was from like August to the end of September. So I was standing in solidarity, and I was I was not crossing that line. I did not buy Oreos for almost two months. But in that time frame, the apple cider donut Oreos did come out, and I had a lot of people asking me for my opinion on them. So I finally bought them. I have not tried them yet. And if you'd be willing, I would, I would like to try them, I guess right now. So I can find So wait, so there was, there was a strike, right? Yes, there was a strike. Over the workers being, uh, it was, yeah, the workers went on strike for Oreo. What's the What's the parent company again? Mondelez. Yeah. And they were striking and they also make, they made a lot of snacks. Yeah, so it was not just Oreos, but that's really the only, like, Mondola snack I guess I buy. I did check the list, and I was like, all right, I think Oreos are the only thing I'm out on here. Um, But they did come to an agreement. Obviously, the strike ended, so then I felt okay buying the Oreos again. The ethical Oreo eater. Yeah, you know, in in these these times, you got to stand up for what you believe in. Yeah. Like John Cougar Mellencamp said, you got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. Exactly. So you have in front of you donut. Donut Oreos? Apple cider donut Oreos. Apple cider donut Oreos. Well, this is the most exciting thing. And you're going to try it literally on the show now. Yeah. Yeah. This is the most exciting thing you could ever offer. I know. I you know I don't call in very often, but when I do, I, I try to make it fun. Oh, you make it count. You're you get it. You get it. I I try. So I will put myself on mute, but while I'm chewing, because I know I got some haters for that. But let me open the open the pack first, because obviously first step is you got to take a whiff. So I'm smelling the Oreos. Okay. Oh wow, that is. 
Pungent. Um, mm, not the first word I would think of before I would want a cookie, but really interesting. It right in the face. You know, apples aren't very fragrant. Apple cider donuts, yes, but this is, it smells kind of like, um, I mean, I guess, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just me. It smells like Laffy Taffy, but like artificial apple flavored Laffy Taffy, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Very, Where it's just very, like this has nothing to do with actual apples. Right. So I'm kind of scared now. I thought they were going to be, I thought they would smell better. But I'm, okay, I'm still sniffing them. Like if you close your eyes a little bit, you can kind of trick your brain into thinking it's like a freshly sliced uh, Granny Smith apple. It's like that. It, it's that kind of apple, which. I, I am a baker, so um, that's not what you typically use in apple cider donuts. You, you use apple cider from the red kind of apple. So this is very okay. off-putting already. All right. All right. So Here I we will go. mute myself as I take a bite. So please hold. All right. So cream first. Wow. Okay. So there are sugar crystals, like, in the cream or on top of the cream, which I was also not expecting. But a nice touch because any apple cider donut eater or fan knows that that's your classic apple cider donut. You have the, the big sugar crystals, so they win points there. Um, I will mute myself again as I take a bite of the cookie. Okay. Um, it's very sweet. It's kind of burning the back of my throat sweet, which is not good. Um, I don't know if it's a chemical burn. That's very powerful. Um, okay. On the end note, I am getting a bit of nutmeg. And like a classic baked donut flavor, but you really have to wait for it. And also, my throat's still burning. Like this is. You're sure those are cookies, right? I checked the package, and it, it looks legit. I got them at like I got them at Target, so I I get usually buy them from there. I do trust Target as my source for new Oreos. Okay. Um, wow. Okay. This this one really lingers. If you're looking for a strong flavor, these are these are it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give these, I guess, a two point five out of five. Um, mm. They get credit for originality, I guess. I did like the sugar crystals, but um, they're pretty gross. And I eat like a real apple cider donut, and I prefer the real thing. So they're gross. So you're saying these these apple cider donut Oreos are a, a bit of a bust. I'm saying they're an ex- they're a flavor experience. I do think they are worth a try, like for the novelty. Because mm-hmm. um, now I am back to tasting the extreme artificial apple flavor, if you can okay. call it that. Do you ever it- just get the old classic Oreos out, Michelle? So I did because they have po- they have Pokemon Oreos. I don't know if you knew this. This is also a new thing. 
and they're okay, just okay. I did not know that. They're, well, let me let me fill you in. They're they're the classic Oreos, right? But they have Pokemon characters on the cookie. I don't know much about Pokemon, but apparently there is a rare character cookie. The character is Mew. I don't know what what Mew's deal is, but they're a rare cookie apparently. And lo and behold, I find one in my pack. And they're going on eBay for hundreds of dollars. So if anybody is interested, um, before I put mine up on eBay, uh, I'm starting the bids at 500 if anybody's interested. Just throwing that out there. But, yeah, they are plain Oreos with just Pokemon characters on them. So I did have them recently. And I forget how good they are. You forget how good a classic Oreo is. Yeah, like, it's, it's nice to just relax and know, like, I know I'm going to like this cookie. Like, this cookie's fine. It's normal. It tastes normal. Mm-hmm. I'm looking on, on eBay right now. $9,999. 500 1000 Oh, my God. The people with these, this Mew Oreo cookie. I think Wally Wacky Man found one also. He did. He did find one. Did he sell it? I do not have an update. If he's listening, well, I, uh, let me know. Hopefully, Wally Wacky Man, hopefully you sold your cookie. You got a million dollars for it. I hope you got all the money in the world because you deserve it, Wally. So you're going to sell this Mew cookie. Yeah, I think I am. Christmas is coming. The holidays are coming. I need... I need some gift money. Okay. Any other news on Oreos? Any any rumors? Any any? What's the skinny going down? Oh, well, all I have for you right now is that gingerbread Oreos will be making return this holiday season, as will the fudge dipped Oreos. And I don't know if you were ever a fan of the Cakesters, but they are also returning as well. I believe early next year. Which ones? Oreo Cakesters. They were like um. Like a whoopie pie almost, I guess. Like oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think I did try those. Yeah, so th- those are coming back next year. But, um, yeah, usually the, the 2022 Oreo news won't drop until probably next month. Okay. But it's good. it looks to be an exciting year for Oreos. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I'm hoping they make... Um, I was listening to, to Joe Firestone earlier describe uh, St. Louis pizza. I, I thought that would be a good idea for an Oreo. And when she said um, that there's four cheeses, mm-hmm. here's an idea. Four layers of cream on the Oreo, and each layer represents one of the cheeses that goes on the pizza. I forget what cheese she said. That's interesting. That's interesting. That could be a good one. Mm-hmm. Now, which of these flavors would you not eat? If there was a flavor of Oreo that just said toilet. Like toilet water? It just says toilet on it. Oh. Well, the package just says Oreo, toilet, limited edition. Do you try it? Oh. Do you try it? And this is real Oreos. This is not like some, this is not something rogue that somebody else made. No, I would Oreo not, I would Corporation never. makes one called toilet. Do you try I'm it? I'm at Target. I'm at Target. I'm walking down the aisle. I see toilet. I see toilet. Yeah. I say, give me, give me two because I'm gonna flip one on eBay because you know it's not gonna I'll stick around. One. Yeah, that's limited edition. 
extreme novelty. You see an Oreo called coronavirus. <laughs> Ooh, Do you eat um, that Oreo? No, that's, I think that's, that's where I draw the line. I think we, we figured out which Oreo I don't eat. Okay. Coronavirus. That's, what if there's one cold? What if, but what if, what if there's an Oreo? What if it's a two pack and mm-hmm. one pack is called coronavirus and the other is called Moderna? Mm-hmm. Like you're getting I mean, the cure right there. That's true. So how would, what order would you eat? The, I guess you would eat the Moderna and then eat the, the COVID. App, and the COVID, right? then the coronavirus one wouldn't affect you. That's Unless true. it's a breakthrough Oreo. Okay, then we're back on. I would try. I would try this. If it was, okay. a, it was look a at that. Pack. See, look, we got there. Yeah. Well, I mean, Michelle, I'm still sitting on a bag of uh, those. Uh, I think Dudio tried them on the Drew Barrymore show or something. Mm-hmm. Um, those. Uh, yeah. The candy corns that taste like turkey or something. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm still sitting on a bag of those from last year that I'm planning to try this year. So. Uh, that's just a fun little bonus that, that I'm planning okay. to do in the world of taste testing. Well, I, your, your enthusiasm for Oreos, I love it. And I'm glad you're doing your thing and living your best life. Thank you so much. All right, Michelle, you have a grand evening. You too. Bye, Tom. Bye. So that's the, is that it for calls? Let's say that's it. We had a quick person who just had a Wi-Fi name. To Let's end do the it Wi-Fi. real fast. Thank yeah. you, Pat. Hello, Besha. Hello, Tom. Hello, hi. Hi, how are you? Good. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Janine in Weehawken, New Jersey. What is your name again? Janine in Weehawken, New Janine. Jersey. Janine in Weehawken. What's up, Janine? Not much. To listen to that show, I'm doing a lot of work. Oh, okay. What kind of work are you doing? Um, well, I work in advertising, but I also teach a college course. So right now, I'm actually doing my prep for tomorrow for the college course. You ha- are you getting the Anderson account ready? <laughs> Anderson, no. <laughs> Janine, we need the Anderson account. No, it's mostly coming right up, fashion. boss. <laughs> we got our big presentation tomorrow of the Anderson account. <laughs> no? Um, the part where I say, come right up, boss, that's accurate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then you're in the end, you're in the big meeting and you're just like, you're like, what's important to you? And you click and the, and the, the, the PowerPoint shows like people in a park. Family is family important to you? Click. People eating dinner, laughing. Are friends important to you? Click. <laughs> a picture of a dog. Are pets important to you? Well, then, if these things are important to you, you might want to support. Anderson, whatever that is. No, I have nothing. I'm sorry. I've, uh, look, 
No, I mean it's strangely accurate. I mean, you know, sure. I mean, you no, it's, it's you must be you must feel like maybe there was a camera watching you when you hear yeah, my. I'm like, wait a minute! My, I signed my, an NDA, but obviously Tom was there. Yeah. So. No, my 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 terrifyingly accurate portrayal of what it's like when you're in the in the meeting. Um, exactly. So what do you, you have something for the topic? You have a, you have a Wi-Fi network? I do. Um, I think it might be so bad. It might be good. I'll let you be the judge of that. Um, my cousin has her Wi-Fi uh, in her house. Well, she's since moved out, but like when she was living at home, uh, the, the network is Ron McDonald. And I just always enjoyed having to tell people what that was and having to give them the, um, the password, but it was always a little embarrassing for her. Ron, say it again. Rom. <laughs> Sorry. No, like Ronald McDonald, but like abbreviated. Ron, so like Ron McDonald. McDon- exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. That's, that's truly, that's strange. <laughs> and Ron McDonald. Wasn't that a, yeah. wasn't that a Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie? Ron McDonald. Don John is what that was called. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah, Janine. So it's always been uh, a point of contention for us. So I'm glad you agreed that it was worst. Yeah. Well, Janine, look, I know you got to get the Anderson account ready. It's a big presentation. <laughs> You've got a lot to do. Um, I appreciate your call. And you call anytime you want. Thank you. This is the first time I've ever gotten through in like 18 years. So thank well, you, Tom. Guess, guess and, what? And congratulations the on the book. You did it. You're so Thank you so much. It's the beginning. It's the beginning for you. Absolutely. Okay. We will talk very soon. Thanks again, Janine. Take care. Good night. Bye. Bye. Okay. Well, I think that's a fun way to end the show. What about you, Tom? What about me? What? Bad Wi-Fi names near you. I Hate White People was the best one I ever saw. That's a good one. It is a pretty good one. Um, yeah. Well, let's see what next week's best show holds. Hopefully uh, hopefully, some moving parts line up and we got a nice uh, uh, thing happening, but we'll see. If not, it's just going to be a great episode of the best show like we do every week. So thanks everybody for listening. Go to patreon.com slash the best show. Check out the new episode of so far up there. Episode 13. We got more coming. Another ask Tom going up imminently. And I will talk to you all next week. Tom. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Pat. Can I quickly give you um, my old Wi-Fi? Oh yeah. Oh Pat. I'm so sorry. Yes, please. I was proud of this one. It's for my old Jersey City apartment for many years. Gave this one a lot of thought. It was Kenny Loggin. Well, that would not qualify for this because this is worst Wi-Fi networks, and that might be the best one ever, Pat. I was pretty proud of it. Pat, was- people have said to me, and I'm going to say this is what we're going to go out on. People said... Look, I get Mike's deal. I know what makes Mike funny. Of course. They're like, of course I know Dudio's deal. But do you know, I've had people 
talked to me over the last few weeks and they're like, Pat is so funny in his own way. And it took me a minute to catch up to what makes Pat so funny, but now I get it. And Pat makes me laugh so much. Well, that means the world. Thank you. Well, don't thank me. Keep doing what you're doing, my friend. And on that note, I'm going to say goodnight to everybody, and we will talk next week. Bye-bye.